Brought to you by The CW, Dare to Defy, unless someone real wants to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chan. And I'm your other host, Cameron. Hey, Cameron. That was a weird intro I just gave, huh? Yeah, I was not expecting it. I mean, when you told me you knew what you were going to do, kind of had a thought that's what you were going to do. But the Dare to Defy really threw me. Well, you know, uh, back when I watched The CW a lot, Dare to Defy was their, their motto. What it might motto? still be. I, does The CW still exist? Yeah, yeah. It's still got all the DC shows shows that oh, I used yeah. to watch, but then there got to be too many of them. There are a bunch. Yeah. I've been watching Stargirl, though. It's pretty good. Yeah, but it's not really on that channel. I Well, I think it is. Oh, okay. It's coming out on the DC app first, which is where I watch it, because I'm a big DC Comics guy, but you know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, you've just brought us Sonic, so also brought to you by Sonic. Uh-huh. Delicious. America's Drive-In. America's Drive-In. We went to college in, not really the first one, but kind of the first one, but debatably. to claim it, but it's, uh, it's a hotly debatable topic yeah around these parts um but you have yeah. no idea what we're talking about it's just a restaurant drive-in type thing i think sonic's pretty ubiquitous at this point right yeah but we have people like in other countries that listen that's true that's true i bet sonic is not international uh let us know if you're in another country and sonic is an international chain and we don't know it. or add that know. to the list of things we don't know yeah which is a really really long list Let's growing longer every day so we're brought to you by cw this week because if you didn't la- listen to last week's episode Episode, which I don't know why you wouldn't. It was the Tournament of Champions. It's much, probably much better than this episode is going to be. So if you haven't, stop this one. Go listen to the other one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitively prove that Model Family is the best episode of season one of Boy Meets World. So, yes, this week we are going to plan a 13-episode CW gritty reboot of Boy Meets World. Gritty is a strong word, but sort of more modern, a oh. little less kitty And edgy. We got it. We, it's got it is the edge. We have to dare to defy. We have to. As Chance started off for us here. So we're going to dare to defy today. This is not the 7th Heaven Dungeon. WB. This is the Riverdale CW. Saint your your grandmama's WB. Oh no, no, it is not. This is because you know my grandma watched Seventh Heaven. Oh, did she? So I feel like I really, my grandma really did have a, a WB. You know, I feel like when we were kids, everyone watched Seventh Heaven. Like I really do feel like it was a fairly ubiquitous show that is totally this forgotten. Is the about second now. time you've used the word ubiquitous in this episode, did you is just it? learn that word? No, no. I, I, I guess it just worked both times. I don't even remember the first time. You said Sonic was ubiquitous oh well that you see both work though i mean you're not wrong but just a fun funny word to use so close back to back sure if this is sesame street the word of the day would be ubiquitous uh take a drink every time i say ubiquitous or carry Russell. you might be dead by now if you were (laughs) doing that from the beginning it's true we've said it a lot (laughs) uh yeah i just feel like i feel like seventh heaven was everywhere i don't know but then they Fused with that other company. I forget what it was called, but it had Veronica Mars on it. C. What? The C company. I don't Fused I, with the WB and they just became the CW. Oh, okay. It was like C-SPAN 3 and C-SPAN WB 3 had Veronica Mars on it? Yeah. <laughs> they really tried to get out there with their programming. <laughs> they were like, nobody's really liking C-SPAN 1 or 2 that much. So we'll just, we're going to try to go off. Um, we'll have Kristen off Bale. Bell, or, Bale. What was that? You mixed up Christian Bale and Kristen Bell. I did. You're right. We'll have Kristen Bell tase people on C-SPAN 3. Yeah. And that'll be it. That'll be way more exciting than C-SPAN's 1 or 2. Uh, I mean, I do enjoy Veronica Mars more than C-SPAN, so. So it worked. It did. Good job, C-SPAN 3. Uh, yeah. And they merged with the WB and became CW. It's true. This has been Television History with Cameron. Don't bother looking it up because all of it's 
clearly very factual. I'm just saying, when C-SPAN and the WB merged to give us gritty CW, mm-hmm. that's when we got the whole episode of Seventh Heaven about Ruthie wanting to be sexy now that she was a teenager. I'm just saying. Oh my. I, Are we going to go there today? I don't know. I don't know if my comfort level will allow us, but we'll see. <laughs> um, yes. So we are going to set some ground rules that these are sixth graders. So no Archie having sex with his teacher, who in the comics was a... Old woman. Old woman. Uh, if you came here to see if Feeny was going to have an affair with Corey, the answer is no. Just going to cut that off right here. Not happening. Is Feeny a dreamboat teacher Anderson Cooper type with abs? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. I mean, that's not a far cry from William Daniels so (laughs) um but yes so we're still gonna set them in sixth grade I think maybe maybe we didn't talk about this and I'm just thinking about it did we decide we were gonna do it an hour-long drama we did not we were going to discuss that here okay okay so we're gonna set up feel what kind of feel we want like the show to have you know Mm -hmm. is it gonna be comedy is it gonna be more drama somewhere in between those are the only types of television comedy drama kind of in between yeah um the two masks yes there's no other type of television it's definitely game not going to be. Show. It's also, not going to be a game show. Reality show. It's not going to be a pol- police procedural. Could we not make it a game show? Let's not this time. Next after season two, we're going to come up with the Boy Meets World game show. That will be a a challenge for sure. <laughs> we may just be up to it. It's kind of like Legends of the Hidden Temple, but instead of a spooky temple, you got to go through the the, um, the Matthews house, the John Adams set. Yeah, there's just the different sets that you have to go through to find whatever it is. But like Feeny or Amy or Alan or Turner pop out and get you in trouble or Griff or not Griff, Griff Harley okay because Griff Either wasn't one. around which, which Harley see. first Harley or second first Harley okay second Harley is dumb yeah he's only in one episode doesn't make any sense we gotta make sense of the two Harley we will have to make sense of the two oh, Harleys it's Minkus's fault well, hey no theories we gotta get there um, we gotta and, earn it we gotta earn it uh, I don't know when this is coming out in relation to this episode but we do have a big announcement that when the long walk to Pittsburgh episode of uh, Bro Meets World comes out we will be guest starring yeah, on it. big time. We met uh, the Brummies World guys uh, this last week, and uh, we, later this week, we'll be filming that episode with them. And one of the first episodes of season seven, one or both of them will be on, but we will have them- Season two. What did I say? Seven. Oh, well, that's awkward. That'd be a long time from now. Yes. I mean, maybe. Well, because uh, Siege and I were talking that episode seven- of season two might be a good episode to have them on. Um, we'll talk about that off air. But okay. one of the first episodes of season two, we'll either have both of them on one or each of them on a separate one. We're we're still talking it out. With Exciting. But yeah. If first you're, guests. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you want to go check to see how close Brummie's World is to Long Walk to Pittsburgh, uh, we'll be on that episode. Mm. I, I'm not sure, like I said, sure when where the they two, are in their release schedule. When the two come out together. But So that's something we're excited about. Uh, we'll remind you guys to look for that yeah. at we'll the of the episode we are ahead. I did actually watch the first two episodes of Boy Meets World season one again in preparation for this. Well, I feel like that's okay to go back. Oh yeah, we can. Season one is now open to us. Yeah, but I don't know if I just want to go back and watch season. One. <laughs> I, I I don't want to go back and watch season. One. Somehow thinking about season one like critically makes me feel like I've seen it more times. Are we ruining this for us? Maybe a little. Are we going to be able to watch this and just enjoy it? I think so. I think seasons two, three, four. Or five especially will redeem uh, yeah they'll, they'll hold up yeah i've never been the biggest fan of season one you've always liked it more yeah i, I don't really know why now <laughs> but it's it's the it's the foundation that they build on yeah and the foundation that they cut some of it away and throw it in the trash 
And by some of it, you mean a lot of it. Yeah, kind of a bunch. But that's where they get their, their footing. Okay. And today we get to establish that footing yeah. and make it better. Oh, yeah. We're going to make this a much better show. It's going to shine. So uh, back to the ground rules for this. Um, a few more ground rules. Uh, we're going to do 13 episodes. Um, every character must be accounted for. So all of the Death Seat boys, we got we to gotta fit them in there somehow. Oh, no. I'm trying to remember them all. I just know them by their Sandlot names. Well, there is. Yeah, yeah. And Squints. And then you have um, Ellis. Ellis was the first black kid. And then uh-huh. the second black kid was Harris. Harris. And then I think that's all. Yeah, I think that's the four. So we got to figure them out. They're pretty much the only ones. I mean, we need Hillary in there. Mm-hmm. Pretty much if they had a name, we, we need them in there. Yeah, yeah. And Squints. Squints has a name. He gets it in the uh, Clash Preunion episode. No, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Whichever. How do you not know all of your Sandlot kids I by have... their names? Timmy and Tommy Timmons. You got Ham. You got Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I knew that one. That's all I can think of. I remember the Great Bambi line. That was always funny. <laughs> I thought you said the Great Bambi. That wimpy deer? <laughs> um, this has been a backdoor pilot to our Sandlot podcast, where we just watch the Sandlot every week and talk about it. It's kind of like the worst idea of all time. But, but it's a good idea. Yeah, it kind of is. Although I did think about doing that podcast, but for Starship Troopers today while I was watching Starship Troopers, that's a whole nother thing. I don't know why I was watching Starship Troopers. I just had a Never seen You probably don't need to, but also it's kind of delightful. Anyway. This has been the backdoor pilot for Starship Troopers and bloopers. <laughs> they can't always be Starship Troopers or uh, podcasts. Wow, flip it. Anyway, it's our okay. YouTube channel. So we've got to fit in every character and we have to fit in most, if not every plot point of an episode. But it doesn't have to be prominent. Like the mm-hmm. one I was telling Cameron was, let's get to it. Don't, don't say it now. Well, but that's not necessarily what we're going to do with well, it. Well, we got to figure it out. We can't just yeah. throw it all out there right now. Yeah. That's that juicy content they're craving. We gotta get it in there when it's time. So, the tone of the show. What do we think? So, I cannot wrap my mind around a drama focusing on, like, 11-year-old kids. But that's the beauty of it, Cameron. But I I just can't, I can't do it. If it's more serious in tone, but still funny at times, I think that's okay. So, maybe a Gilmore Girls? Yeah, something along those lines. Because why... (laughs) And it's not just because I've been watching it, but I just feel like it works really well for a Boy Meets World feel because you have your main cast, like your Rory and Lorelai and Luke and the Gilmore, uh, Richard and Emily and Suki. and then, But then you have like the townspeople who are like kind of these extras and they're not in every episode, mm-hmm. but they're still there and they can like come in and like maybe like a plot point is Taylor's up to no good or Miss Patty's being a little bit randy. Um, and like those are funny plot points or Kirk is working a different job again. Yes. And this is um, this is the plot of of, of Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Kirk works <laughs> all the jobs, and so they're there for you to pull on. And it's usually like funny things that are happening. But then usually with the main characters, there's generally a more serious through line. So we're thinking kind of serious, a little quirky yeah. in its humor. Okay, so we're doing an hour long dramedy. Dramedy. Yeah, I think I think that works. Okay. Okay, and I it's a CW. I think they always do hour-long stuff. Maybe. Most of their stuff is hour-long. I th- you might be right. I have no idea. I have not watched cable television since we were in college more than 10 years ago. I mean, I haven't watched it a lot in a while, and definitely not the CW. <laughs> but I, mean, I still feel like all the CW shows you think of, like Smallville, that's CW? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and like all of the um, newer like superhero stuff, they're all like hour-long yeah, shows. Yeah, but everything I've watched, like I, I intentionally watched it. There could be other stuff on there that's like half-hour. Was Jane the Virgin one of their things? I don't know. It was only half hour. Yeah, but it was more of a comedy. I guess it's hard. Hour-long comedies are really rare. It is. I assume Jane the Virgin is a comedy. 
I have no idea. It might not even be CW. I have no clue. We, we, it's a, it's a show. I know it exists. I've not ever watched it. I watched the first two seasons of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and I cannot for the life of me remember if it was half an hour or an hour long. I hear good things about that one. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I have really weird taste in music, so sometimes the songs really hit for me, and sometimes they really don't. It's important. Yeah, I don't know. That's why anyway. you don't have to worry about that with Boy Meets World, because it's all music, so. Yes, it's true. It is the strangest it's, of music. It's all good. Um, but yeah, so we're doing 13 episodes hour-long dramedy they're 11 years old mm-hmm. um i mean i feel like alan and amy are as sexual as it's gonna get <laughs> they do get a little randy it's just the word that's that's there just a little bit and even do. in the regular show oh i was I about like to say yeah they, that's about as much i mean we don't not everything's got to be game of thrones you know it's true it's true it's certainly not boy meets world so again if you're looking for archie having an affair with his teacher who in the comics is a very very old lady not gonna happen this isn't this isn't the one for you i've seen one episode episode of Riverdale. Can you tell? I've seen none episode. The first episode of Riverdale. Yeah, I grew up with Archie Comic and I just had to watch it just uh-huh. to see what they did. Clearly it didn't didn't convince you. It's for a different generation than uh-huh. me. That's true. Not everything's for me. Yeah. And that's okay. It's just, it's for a different generation than me. I, I don't care about Cole Sprouse. I never watched him in anything. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was alright. I've seen like five episodes of that. You probably got a good feel for what it was. Sure. It's a Disney Channel mid-2000s show. Yeah. So they were all the same. I saw the episode where Zac Efron is a conservative kid. Does that count? I, I, I don't even remember that. He fell in love with the girl from High School Musical, but that was Sharpay. Yeah. Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. I saw her in Young and Hungry, and she was very good. All right. We're just making all these connections. Are we going to worry about casting? I, I don't know actors very well. Plus, like, 11-year-old actors. How are you going to yeah. make those pulls? Or, like, younger. The entire cast is the cast of Stranger Things. There we go. Okay. <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet. Who's Timothy Chalamet? He's just in a lot of stuff. I, like, I know a lot of actors by sight, but I don't, like, take the time to and learn Jeff their names. Jeff Bridges as Mr. Feeney. Okay. Sure. <laughs> or Jude Law. I want Anderson Cooper as Mr. Feeney. Yeah, let's just, let's dream big. Anderson Cooper as Mr. Feeney. Out of my chair, scooting back. <laughs> Anderson Cooper as Mr. Feeney, the Silver Fox dreamboat himself. But don't go getting any ideas, because we've closed that door. He's a professional in this this series, he doesn't ever violate for He's a completely trustworthy man who, you don't have to worry about that. Does he have a drug problem? I don't know. We're going to unpack that as we continue the show. Okay, so. that's that's it. That feels wrong. We shouldn't have what? a drug problem with Mr. Feeney. No, probably not. I, okay, let's talk about this. I feel like the series needs to center around the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know that the original season one tried to center around both the family and the school life. Say we dropped that. Didn't really work. No. We've already established that. Yeah. They wisely move away from that. Because we're making a better season one. Mm-hmm. And the better season one, family's there. Don't get me wrong. Eric's going to have his moments. I think Eric needs to be much more of a key player. I would say Eric needs to be... He needs to have an arc through the, the season. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Maybe based around his modeling career. Ooh, that could be. Maybe Carrie Russell gets him into modeling. Okay, that's that's fun. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so um, I think Corey has to be the main character. We're not going to change that. That's too much of a change. Um, I actually say that Corey and Sean don't really know each other at the beginning, and Corey doesn't know Sean's name as a callback to. Yeah, as a callback. Is Sean to, new? Is he new to the school? Yeah, I think he is. Okay. I think Sean is the new troublemaker in school, and Corey is going to befriend him over the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So I think what we need to do 
The way we need to go about this is I feel like it needs to be more character driven than plot driven. Agreed. Because that's just better, in my opinion, and maybe in your opinion. So we need to determine what are our kind of character arcs. Where do they start? Where do we want them to end up? And then we can kind of fill in from there. I, I, like I think it. taking into account the timeline we've already established, like a lot of those things need to stay the same. Like ages, ages yeah. sort of parents, relationships, like that. Those things stay the same. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, that would present a, a problem for the Sean thing. But let's let's come up with the arcs first. Is there a portal to the upside down that a monster comes through? If anything, I think we need to have DC superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> it is the CW. Tom Welling. Tom Welling is Mr. Feeney. Ooh. Tom Welling is Alan. Tom Welling as Alan. Love it. And um, Lauren Graham is Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We've done it. He does say his dad is Superman. <laughs> at the end of the Water War episode, so oh man, Tom Welling being <laughs> Lord Grant being Amy is my new dream. Oh my gosh, I love it. Anyway, so yeah. Anderson Cooper as Mister. So let's do character arcs in order of importance. So Corey, so Corey, get Corey. Sean, Topanga Mink is kind of even, and then Eric being the next most important character, and then we'll give everyone else meat. Yeah, like Feeny, Amy, Morgan. I I don't think Feeny needs an arc, because I think he's the established character. You know that character that stays consistent? Mm -hmm. I think we need to have stories with Feeny, but he doesn't really need to... He's not changing a lot. Yeah. He does end up in the hospital in one because of his drug problem. <laughs> we'll figure that out towards the end of the series. <laughs> I, why do you want to make me a drug? I don't know. Someday? I'm just thinking edgy. We're, de- <laughs> we're defying. We're daring to be defi- defiant. Dare to defy. Dare to defy. Is that what the motto is? Yeah. Yeah. We're daring to defy. Maybe Mr. Feeney has a drug problem. Maybe Sean injures him with a cherry bomb. I don't know. He blows off his arm. <laughs> he becomes it's the very grim. That's why it's TV fourteen for vice. Because that one episode. <laughs> um, that's funny. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Alan and Amy being. <laughs> because <laughs> i love it so much okay so let's work on cory's story okay cory's arc because so, yeah cory's a static character through the first season of the real one uh-huh. but that's and boring and lame the whole show yeah i'll just say it he's if, our established character which really anything, stinks anything he really regresses uh-huh. especially by the end he's just kind of kind of insufferable yeah yeah it's breaking our rule which isn't really a rule when we're not doing regular episodes it's so upsetting how like Corey and Topanga's character development is just like, they're different now. They're different now. And Sean really gets a gradual arc. You see Uh where he ends up the places that he does. Even like Girl Meets World. Yeah. Like Sean's still in that whole other series is one of the few characters that I feel like has has an arc. arc. Corey and Topanga again is just like, oh, they're grown up and they're different people now. The two girls I think have arcs, Mm -hmm. but not none of the older characters. No. Yeah. I mean, Topanga is very different by the end of the series, but like none of it is an arc. It's just like suddenly she's the top student in school. We don't get that in season one. No, that's not. I don't. I'm pretty sure that's not a thing that happens in season two or three either. I think she's season more three a little bit. She's more studious. Is she? I yeah. mean, I can. I can think of the finals one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But and she wins like an essay contest, and oh, she does. So she's they start getting definitely that showing that side of her. Yeah. Okay, but not the most important thing for this discussion. Yeah. 
we got to think about Corey. Yeah. What I'm thinking for Corey, and this ties in a little bit of some of the episodes, because um, in I feel like even in this season, like the original kind of a trajectory we see for him is being like the sporty kid. Like he wants to play sports and do sports. And then suddenly he goes out for the basketball team and based on the B team. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be a professional baseball player. Mr. Feeney's like, you got to think more mm-hmm. than just that. And he kind of grapples with that. So I feel like at least for part of the season or maybe like as a starting inciting incident for his character development is kind of like that. Sure. Trying to be an athlete, but fails at it. I love that. So I think we keep Cordy's average guy status. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, you know, that translates to him being average at sports, which is not good enough to be mm-hmm. in it. Especially as you get older. It's just like, maybe most of when you were younger, even by like 11, because I've had students that are like this, that they're like pretty good at sports, don't have to try very hard to be good. And then suddenly there's people that are like way better than them. And it's very frustrating. So it's like, well, I don't like this because I can't be the best, which is like a bad attitude. Sure. And we don't need to get into all that. So let's say in the first episode, we're not coming up with what happens in the episode, stuff like that. We're just talking about arcs at this point. In the first episode, Corey is all about sports. Mm-hmm. Like he's talking about the Phillies, talking about the Flyers. He's talking about whatever basketball team. 76ers. Sure. Uh, yeah. He's talking about them all the time. He's talking about how, you know, basketball tryouts are coming up and how excited he is about that. Mm-hmm. Like and then in the episode two, the cracks start to show. Maybe we don't learn that he's bad, but maybe like, oh, why is he? Maybe that's where we put the B team episode because it makes a lot more sense there than at the <laughs> than in the back half, back quarter of the show. Um, but yeah, so maybe like see, there we start seeing some cracks. Like, oh, is Corey maybe not as good as this as we think? And then you know he has the the fall. Maybe even has some depression. Mm-hmm. A little bit of just kind of like your identity. You're like, this is the thing that. I've always seen myself as, and then suddenly that's gone. Yeah, a loss of identity. I like that. That can be a good arc for Corey. Is Corey is finding out who he is so he could meet the world. Mm-hmm. Love. He's got a boy meets boy. Mm-hmm. Boy meets boy. I yeah. like it. I think Sean's arc is easy to figure out. Uh-huh. I think Sean. I still like the idea that he's new to school somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he got held back. Well, I think we kind of figured out he did get held uh-huh. back. So, but maybe we make that more obvious. Yeah. Like the reason that Corey's not ever met him before is because he's always been a year ahead. Ooh, I like that. Uh, so we didn't, like, interact with him very much. Yeah. Maybe there's, like, a secret thing where, like, when they were really young, they were friends, but they don't remember that, and he learns it from his dad later on. Uh-huh. Um, but I think I think Sean's pretty obvious. He starts in kind of a regular guy position, um, and then his dad loses his job. He blows up the mailbox. His fortunes start declining. Mm-hmm. They move in. And their uncle. Wait, they move in the trailer in. park. He oh. says his uncle's in the trailer, so That's my true. mind is like, oh, no, we have to have a mafia connection. We don't have a choice. Choice, Sean's uncle. <laughs> Why do I have, to have a mafia connection? Because if Sean tells you what his uncle does, he'd have to kill you. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Sean's uncle lives in a trailer, but is in the mafia. Well, the trailer I, park. Mafia, mafia is a blanket term. Sean's family could be gangsters. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, sky's the limit. We get to make it up. It's true. Um, but yeah, Sean's arc of declining fortunes, and then maybe compensating for those declining fortunes by moving his focus to girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and acting out more in school and acting out more in school 
Um, okay, so I have a pitch for you uh-huh. for Minkus and Topanga. Okay. Because this is the one I've been thinking about the most. We don't have to use it. Oh, can we circle back to Corey really quick? Sure. Because we talked kind of the beginning, the sports identity. But then I think he's kind of got a three-part A three-part arc? arc. Three-part okay. arc throughout. So there's sports. Then I feel like there's the middle where he's like realizing. Because I think in general, like sports is how it plays out. But that idea of like mediocrity, mm-hmm. like, you know, the middle-class white kid who's kind of okay at things. Yeah. But he's just kind of realizing like I can be better, like better in school, better at relationships, better at being a friend. All of those things kind of in the middle and in the back part is like the being interested in girls and like yeah. going after those things a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Just, yeah, because I feel like it's a good thing to address like just because you've not had to try and now you have to put forth effort. Like that's a good thing. That's how you grow as a person. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think like we have the declining fortunes of Corey's sports, sports early on and maybe he's like, well, if I'm not good at sports, I can try academics. Does the geography be fails at that? The teaching for I don't know if we should keep teaching for Mr. Feeney story beat in there because it's just weird. It is weird. Um, I think we need to. I, we, I think we definitely need the rest of that episode. Mm-hmm. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, but may, that may be like a mid season finale because um, yes, definitely better. Definitely, but yeah, I like that. So maybe like when he fails at those things, we go through a period of depression and maybe turns to drugs. <laughs> We're it's all I got. It's all I got. <laughs> Drugs is all Cameron has. Uh, that is Cameron's vice, and he must deal with it. That's not true. Cameron's never done drugs. Nope, I haven't. I'm, a, I'm looking at him accusingly. You can't see that because this is an audio medium. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> it was a piercing gaze. Okay, I like I like that about I like that about Corey. Okay, um, so hit me with that Minkus Topanga. Okay, so in my mind, Minkus and Topanga are very intertwined. I think let me let me start with Topanga. So I think Topanga has very rich parents. And I think, like, her parents are, like, super rich. And I think, like, they probably own, like, some chain stores. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, they own, like, kind of like a Barnes & Noble-esque store. But then also the Unicorn Rainbow Bookstore. But they keep their association with both hidden. And the Unicorn Rainbow Bookstore is this, like, hippy-dippy, like... Uh-huh, new Age. New Age bookstore. And everyone's like, oh, I would rather shop there than the big... Chain, the Solus, big chain the store. Fox Books. I want to go to the shop around the corner with Meg Ryan. But, yes. I don't know what, what you're you referencing there. No, no, I've never seen it. I don't want to go to Tom Hanks' bookstore. I want to go to Meg Ryan bookstore though the, that movie showed that they did want to go to tom hanks bookstore well yes but the the but the secret is there is no competition because topanga's parents own both Ooh, um twist but i already knew that there wasn't really a twist because you said it that way <laughs> yes but so topanga's parents are very rich and her like new age beliefs are in opposition to her parents mm-hmm. like uh her parents are very you know probably very conservative um very wealthy and she like found some letters from her mom when her mom used to be a hippie mm-hmm. and she's like she kind of adopted that mentality okay. Levin's maybe young for that but I like it well Topanga's a very self-aware Levin that's true she's very aware and rebellious apparently I that this is what I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking to make Topanga a little protests? edgy protests I mean yeah All right. I think we and the Brummings World guys agree Topanga's leading the Black Lives Matter protest to John Adams it's not John Adams but Jefferson Elementary yes Jefferson Elementary Um, and then Minkus Minkus's parents and Topanga's parents are friends and they've grown up their whole lives with like everyone thinking like oh these two are definitely gonna get together to like tie our two dynasties mm. together but Topanga she's rebellious and she doesn't hate Minkus she doesn't like her, his parents she doesn't 
hate Minkus. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't want any part of that life. And she's attracted to Corey because of his averages. Because he's not from this mm -hmm. incredible world. world that she's a part of. This is my this is my thought for them. Uh -huh. I've given this a lot of thought. Yeah. What do we think? We can change it. I mean, I like that I feel like you put a lot of effort into this for your like most important characters are these two and then Topanga and Minkus are the third and fourth most important but they're much more rich and well thought out. Well, the reason was because I, I just feel like her being a hippie and him being a rich white boy is very clear. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it was it was pretty easy to figure out. But I think their arcs throughout the season is Minkus really is in love with Topanga mm -hmm. and Topanga is dealing with her rebellion. So rebellion. I think Minkus is much more antagonistic to Corey. Uh -huh. Much more jealous yeah. because he knows. Yeah, because I feel like throughout the show it's like they didn't know what to do with Minkus. Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes he was their friend, sometimes he was really mean, sometimes within mere seconds of each other. Yes. It was those things. So having that like clear through line of like this is Minkus, this is kind of who he is, where he's coming from, is really important. Yeah. Now Minkus, I don't think is a bad guy, but he's grown up in privilege. He has no he has no indication that he wants to get rid of that privilege. Mm -hmm. Like being a rich white guy There's works really well for him. Yeah. So he hates he hates Sean because Sean is poor mm -hmm. and he hates Corey because Topanga likes Corey. Mm -hmm. And so he is meaner, probably there's some cyberbullying. Cyberbullying? Sure, sure. That's not drugs. That's not tragedy. <laughs> Maybe maybe he does cyberbully. That's a good. Maybe he has a blog Ooh. called I can't think of a name. Stuart Madden. StuartMinkus.com. TN. <laughs> you didn't. I, I didn't think too hard. You didn't go. You didn't. <laughs> um, okay. And that was really bad. Well, we can we can tweak these these things as we as we get Flush into them. Yeah. But okay, so there's the four kids. Yeah, Eric. Because the thing is, we got 45 minutes of all these episodes that we need to fill. Yeah, so we can't sure. just say it's all about the kids. Like we have our B plots and. Maybe even some C-plots that are... Oh, yeah, definitely. Weaving in through there. But I think, yeah, Eric kind of... Whereas Sean and Corey are, like, getting into the idea of dating a little bit. Mm -hmm. Eric's, like, full-blown in there. And so I think his normal, like, every episode, kind of like a different girl that he's interested in, maybe could stay. I think so. I think so. Um, But I think, as weird as it's going to sound, I think he's got to be on Tinder. Like, I think Eric's... Too young for that, but... 16? No. It, okay. In my mind, I guess I'm just a <laughs> yeah um may, uh, maybe not tinder but like whatever we can make up a mm -hmm. a dating app for him and maybe he's trying to get like tiktok famous i mean i mean that, 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 that doesn't seem like a stretch yeah i think that we're modernizing it he's you know trying to be viral or kind of be the next next big thing yeah i think maybe even instead of a modeling scam he falls prey to it's like a more famous tiktoker who's like oh i can make you famous if you like pay me this money and do these things mm -hmm, it's like shady yeah and then he ends up in a lobster costume at the mall <laughs> we can't call this a modern reboot and have a mall <laughs> at the open air shopping center that that's better that's better um at one of those fancy uh, fancy how i sound like i'm 80 but <laughs> At one of those new things that are getting pretty popular, we, the one in uh, Oklahoma City is called the Collective. But it's like a, it's really just a bar food court uh -huh. type deal. Like, like a mall food court minus the rest of the mall. Yeah. But a little bit uh, more hipstery, swank, not swanky, full of itself. Modern. 
Like, a little bit southwest. Yeah. Sometimes. Tweety toity. Um, would I go there? Yeah. yeah. Would it be tasty? Most definitely. Would it be way overpriced? I mean, I got ghost chili mac and cheese when I was there. Sounds awful. Oh no, it was amazing. It was, even Ricky could eat it, so you could eat it. Ricky is our friend who has low spice tolerance. Oh. Cameron also has low spice tolerance. I'm working on it. I mean, it was the upper limits of what he could handle, not even close to what I could handle, but... Okay. Uh, it was really good. So we have an episode centered around ghost chili mac and cheese. I don't see why not. We gotta get some sponsorships in there. Do some like Ooh. marketing through the episodes. Like, hey, Corey, do you want a Pepsi? Yeah, I love, I love a nice cold Pepsi. Let me just rip one open right now and drink it on camera. I mean, drink it in my house because I'm not on camera. Kind of like that. Okay. Smooth. That's you beautiful. don't even realize you're being advertised to. Now, there's one thing we absolutely cannot do in this show. I just mm-hmm. randomly thought about it. We cannot do a school shooting episode. And I'll tell you why. Because Minkus has already been in a school shooting episode of One Drill. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we just can't do that to him. I, it's a, I know it's a different actor, but still. Yeah. Plus, I don't I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Especially as a teacher, thinking about school shootings yeah. is probably... It's terrible. Yeah. We're, we're going funnier than that. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this is not Degrassi chance. Where Drake gets shot. Uh-huh. What was his name? Jimmy? Jimmy. Something like that. Anyway, this is not Degrassi. You're right. Nor do we want it to be. No. If you liked Degrassi, cool. I've never seen an episode of Degrassi. It was something. You've seen Degrassi? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've seen the episode where Drake gets shot at the school shooting. That's uh-huh. the episode of Degrassi I've seen. Yes, but this show we're not going to have. No. Just not not what we're going for. We'll, we'll talk about bullying and stuff like that. That oh, yeah. we will do. That, that's certainly on the table. Okay. So, Eric's arc. He's trying to get TikTok famous. Mm-hmm. He's uh, dating a lot um i feel like we've got to have lots of jokes about him just always being his phone, uh-huh. always being on his phone yeah. um he just got his phone always on it doesn't put it down unless there's a girl involved mm-hmm. he's working yeah he's working at the grocery store yeah so maybe there's like some peer pressure from some older co-workers that are still students as well to do whatever yeah, I like that. Linda, um, maybe Linda works there, and she's more of a... Oh, Linda. I love Linda. Linda's like the best of all the Eric girlfriends. Maybe that so everyone's maybe on she, the show. I, I'm saying. Um, but maybe she's more of a prominent character. I like that. At least through the first season. I'm just like, she works at the store too. Eric's kind of interested, but he also is like playing the field. You know, it just occurred to me that Linda, in the middle of the season, get, becomes a cheerleader. And that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Yeah. When are there extracurricular activities happening in this show? Man, I don't know. So, do we want to start Linda as a cheerleader? I think maybe she is a cheerleader, and so she kind of has a plot. We're really just getting into it with all the minor characters. So maybe she is a cheerleader, but she like is lower socioeconomic status, like in her family. So she also works. Like she so has she this like her status at school is high because she's like this cheerleader, but then she's also like working at the grocery store. So Eric then is trying to date pretty much any girl he can but maybe his real goal is linda yeah okay i like it i like it maybe he sees her for who she really is yeah and that's like in a good way not like i see right through you i see who you are but like the face she has at school versus who she really is yeah he sees both yeah he he gets to see the real her q not q phil collins true uh we can't we can't sing it we we've already gotten hit by the copyright bots once that's not true i just wanted to say (laughs) they 
shut us down over me singing uh, Summer Breeze a few weeks ago. Summer Breeze! Uh, anyway, yes, I My love this. My use of that song from The Karate Kid. What? My use of that song from The Karate Kid over and over and over. Uh, my use of St. Elmo's Fire, which I am more convinced than ever should be the national anthem. Um, okay. I'm just saying, it's a cool song. I like this arc. Do Amy Allen or Morgan need an arc or are they just flavor? Um, I feel like the... Well, I mean, because we have to get Leonard Spinelli. We do. So there has to be something happening with the grocery store. Maybe Alan, maybe Alan and Amy are more static. I think the idea of them having an episode where they're like sneaking around lying to their kids has to be in there, but that's not really like development for them. So their their thing, maybe more along the lines, if we're going with a uh, if we're going with a Gilmore Girl comparison, is more of a uh, episodic, like like kind of a Suki and Jackson. Mm-hmm. They're not carrying over lessons like everybody else is. They're just kind of flavored. Yeah. This just occurred to me, but a lot of crap happens to the supermarket in season one. It catches on fire. There's a flood of There's imported Alka-Seltzer and imported water. Perrier. Imported um, French Tidal Wave. Maybe it's all brought to you by Perrier. No wonder they got their budget cut. It's a <laughs> shoddily run supermarket. Um, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Yeah, so maybe maybe the declining fortunes of the supermarket itself is kind of a storyline that we'll, we'll incorporate. But again, I think that just kind of runs through the background. It's not like ever prominently featured. Oh, oh definitely. Because this is a show about... The kids. The kids. The kids and Eric. Mm-hmm. And Eric is more of a Luke figure. Not Luke in that he's a love interest, just that he's... he's crotchety. He, well... And he runs a diner. I was saying the mo- most prominent of the B characters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Luke is an A character. Well, he is. He is. But Luke doesn't... Luke's plots always revolve around everybody else. He doesn't get plots of himself to himself until he does. And, and getting into it with the owner of the grocery store, i.e. His father. His father in Boy Meets World. Um, yes. Whew, we are just spinning gold right now. Spinning gold. Okay, so let's get into episode one. What happens in episode one? Okay. I think, just for reference to the old one, Anderson Cooper is teaching Romeo and Juliet. But he teaches it correctly. Oh yes, absolutely. He is a perfect teacher. He does not mess things up. Yeah, he doesn't talk about Romeo stabbing himself when he sees mm-hmm. Juliet dead or whatever. Yeah, because that's not how it happens. <laughs> I forget exactly what the mistake was. I just remember that's that what it was. Right. He's like, you have to take the knife and plunge it into your heart. But oh yeah, that's what Juliet, Juliet does. does after Romeo poisons himself because mm-hmm. he thinks she's dead because she's taking the sleeping potion that makes her seem like she's dead. Yeah, and then he man Shakespeare is wild. Poisons himself. She kisses him to try to get some of the poison, but it doesn't work, so she stabs herself. Right, like you do. So. So, um, seems like, I mean, they're in sixth grade, so they probably have one teacher for most things, right? Yeah. If they're at an elementary school, they would typically have one teacher. Okay. So they're with Feeney. So Feeney is their teacher for everything, um, but he really focuses heavily on English and Shakespeare, it seems like. At least in this one. Yeah. So the first, so wait, let me, let me think about this just for a second. So we've got 13 episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're doing like nine. Well, I guess we're doing four or five. No? In like terms of splitting it in half? Yeah. Maybe like seven and six. Is it seven and six? Because I feel like the back half is always bigger. Is what I'm trying. Is what I was trying to think about. It's six and seven, or should it be five and eight? Let's do six and seven, just for simplicity. Maybe this is on a streaming service, so mid seasons yeah. don't One matter. One thing as much. I really like about because I was thinking about this because I was trying to think of shows to compare it to, and I was thinking of the Netflix revival of One Day at a Time, mm-hmm. which I watched a little bit of. But something I really appreciate about the way Netflix does it is since they know you're going to be like probably binging it 
versus watching it like serialized once every week is the plots run into each other like between the episodes like there's an episode a clear demarcation this is the end of the episode this is the start of the next but the events carry over like there's an like in the first couple episodes of one day at a time the mom is like kind of mourning sort of the loss of her husband and kind of the there's a lot going on and it's funny and her her mom comes in and like lays down in bed with her and kind of like hugs her and they fall asleep just like providing some comfort because things that happen in the show but then the next episode wakes up with the two of them like waking up in bed which if you're streaming it that's just like a continual like a continuation of the last event of the last episode but i don't feel like regular tv shows that come out once every week do that do that yeah so it's just something i think is interesting about the the streaming service versus a normal cable like a network tv yeah yeah i like that i like that i don't know if we'll get that granular oh <laughs> definitely not we're not going to be like and now this shot yeah. shot reverse shot i do think we need it's like single cam in my mind instead of like a sitcom multi-cam oh absolutely okay absolutely. we just got to establish the visual fidelity yeah yeah I, I i mean i think we got we're gonna have some long oneers i think most classroom scenes are gonna be oneers a oneer is a longer shot with no cuts mm. so think walk and talks on well Gilmore Girls is actually a really good example do love a good walk and talk um but a oneer just happened like is a longer than average scene with no cuts so instead of like cutting your face my face your face my face mm-hmm. it's generally framing both people well, I feel like a classroom setting cutting between different people would be necessary sure sure so yeah we'll figure it out we don't even need to figure it out <laughs> I say we don't because we're not that knowledgeable and listening to it it's probably not that interesting true that's probably which like here's kind of the first episode broad beats yeah we, we definitely have to come up with what the a plot b plot and c plot is we need to make sure we get all 26 epi- or 20, 26 22 episodes mm-hmm. of the original into it um i think the first episode in my mind fairly simple mm-hmm. um fairly simple is uh sports obsessed cory mm-hmm. and eric have a, a a appointment i don't want to call it a date but a appointment to go to the the baseball game Uh, they have an outing planned yeah they have an outing planned um i think if we're going with our linda uh, with our linda um storyline maybe right before this though linda makes cheerleader right as eric was going to ask her out and he gets discouraged so he asks out another girl Mm, i don't i don't feel i feel like that's too early for eric to even be interested in linda really that happens later as their like work relationship develops okay so we're going to develop that relationship he's not in love instantly okay having feelings love he just like realizes as they're together okay okay love it that's what i think but yeah some some girl that he ends up asking okay so he asks out i think her name is heather i just watched the episode but i didn't pay that much attention so sounds right yeah um at the same time so i guess Corey's a plot is i don't i don't know should it be similar to the episode where he's goofing off in class gets detention what if he and sean get detention together and it's how their friendship starts that's a good one that's a good one so i'm trying to think of all the other episodes and kind of like build together a cohesive narrative um but yeah so i think Corey gets detention mm-hmm. is the first thing that happened um maybe he gets detention why does sean get detention could be for anything um does minkus frame him for something chills <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe, or maybe like whatever Corey was doing, maybe whatever Corey was doing kind of seems like Sean was involved. Not intentionally, but Sean instantly feels like Corey got him in trouble. Okay. Or maybe Corey didn't mean to. I don't know exactly what happened, but they both end up in detention, Sean feeling like he's there unfairly because of something Corey did that he either got blamed for or dragged into. Hmm. Okay. So what is that thing? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Here's my thought that I just had. Uh-huh. Because I want to establish the antagonism between Minkus mm-hmm. pretty early. So... Maybe, maybe Sean or uh, Corey is talking to Topanga. Topanga goes over and talks to Corey. Not really about anything. I don't think. I, I don't think that the relationship feelings are all there yet. Yeah, I think it's just it's the beginning of the year. They've just met each other, and I don't think Topanga becomes a presence until we get in. Like she's there, and she's like subtly influencing things, but we we as the audience doesn't know that. And later on, when we do the the alternative friends episode, however that ends up working out, okay. that's when she becomes more of a presence. Mm-hmm. But maybe Corey is talking to Topanga and Minkus gets jealous. So he comes over and is lo- and starts basically basically making fun of Corey for being dumb. Um, Sean comes over. Rude. I don't like this Minkus. What an antagonist. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have somebody. Um, Sean comes over, defends Minkus, or I mean defends defends Corey. Ooh, this is going places. Defending Minkus. He comes over and defends Corey because he doesn't like snooty rich boys. And, Who does? And then it looks like when Anderson Cooper gets there, it looks like they're ganging up on Minkus, so they both get detention. Yeah. So, yeah, there's still a little bit like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. If you'd have, like, been able to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, and they're the yeah. athletic boys, if Minkus is not an athletic boy. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to spin it. Yeah. They're being mean, rather than Minkus is actually being mean. Yeah. Well, I, I think in Minkus's mind, he isn't being... I think in Minkus's mind, he really is superior. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my. We're building a bad Minkus. But I think I think Minkus is going to have an arc. Minkus. <laughs> the evil Minkus. I think I think by the end of the season, Minkus is going to have an arc and become... And then he goes away. <laughs> maybe he goes he to dies, He dies saving someone's life. <laughs> maybe he goes to military school. <laughs> or that. Could be. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. So, yeah. They meet in detention. Um, and uh, they start talking... They bond over a love of baseball. Okay. Yeah. Or sports in general. Maybe baseball specifically. Because he's talking about, like, I'm going to this game. Yeah. Or, like, I better not miss the game or whatever. Like, I better be out in time to yeah. go to the baseball game. Yeah. Love it. And we got to have Yeah Yeah in detention. Mm-hmm. He's also in there. Yeah Yeah. Yeah um, Yeah. I love baseball. Yeah Yeah. I'm a baseball player. Maybe the third seat kid... The Death Seat Kid is always just a, a, a different kid that's in detention with him. <laughs> Makes sense. Like, That'll be an easy way to rotate him in and out. There's somebody else in there in detention. Because the detention setting is probably a fairly common setting. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think with Corey's class clownness, which I think we're keeping, mm-hmm. that he's definitely trying to be the class clown. Which is often the case of the insecure kid. Yeah. Um, and Sean's rebelliousness. Bad boy nature. I think I think they're they're gonna go to detention a few times. So um they get detention, um, bond over their love of baseball. Corey gets home, learns that he's not going to the baseball game because Eric is taking Heather. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Um, so he feels betrayed. Yeah. Uh, he feels betrayed. I don't want to do the whole him living in a in the tree treehouse house. thing. That's far too sitcom-y. Uh-huh. Maybe he just sleeps on the couch. Something like that. Yeah, so we've got that going on. Eric. I think Eric on his date rather than because I feel like in the show it's like or does he talk about his date and like how terrible it went? Yeah. How so we, we see that. Yeah. Like we see him being bit. clumsy. Uh-huh. We see him being clumsy. Maybe maybe he like drops some stuff or like makes a fool of himself and somebody got it on camera and so he like becomes tiktok famous 
on accident. on accident. Ooh. But then it's kind of putting the like thing in his mind of like becoming popular. Okay. Because he's doing this. And so that's sort of a the plot that can run through the episode for him. So I think we need so I think Eric's plot goes like this, because I love what you're saying. So I think Eric meets Linda at the store, just meets her. She's just hired. And she talks about becoming a cheerleader because we want Linda as a more prominent character. Mm -hmm. So he meets Linda at the store. Um, He already has a date with Heather. He tells Corey about the date with Heather. He goes on the date with Heather. Doesn't go well. It gets caught on camera. Someone puts it on TikTok. Uh, He's embarrassed and he like doesn't want, like he's really down on it. Then he goes to the store and Linda says something like, I thought you were really cute in that video oh yeah and that kind of redeems the whole Mm. thing in his mind like oh i can work this as a positive yeah so that's kind of eric's b plot love it and so the a plot is just Corey like being disappointed well i think we're gonna have to bring in another episode's plot line because Corey being disappointed that's yeah it's not an a plot um i think we've already talked about doing um b team of life in the second episode. Because uh-huh. in this one, we want everyone to think he's good at sports. What if we're tying in, like, beginning of the year, we're going to do our class pre-union. Like, not Ooh. just, like, randomly in the middle of the year, but, like, let's get to know each other. Like, new students, new school year, new teacher. Let's, as a way to introduce ourselves, talk about the things we want to be as we grow up. This works on several levels, too, because yeah, yeah is in both these episodes. Perfect, because he dresses up as Anderson Cooper, Mr. Feeney. Yeah. He dyes his hair white, sprays it. It's <laughs> um, very good. Yes, I love it. So, yeah, yeah, I think for one of their classes, they're doing Romeo and Juliet, and for, for their social studies class, I guess. And I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> why Mr. Feeney assigns the things that he does. But, yeah, something like that where they're doing that pre-union. That was almost like an all-about-me sort of interesting introduction to the year so maybe they get this assignment right after Corey learns he's not going to the baseball game mm-hmm. and almost as a, a form of rebellion he's like i'm gonna be a baseball player yeah but, that'll show him <laughs> well yeah he's just like he's 11 his mind his brain is in 40 yeah and he's he's fixated on this baseball uh-huh, baseball thing he's, he's fixated on this game he's like can't believe i'm not going I like it. So they're having their class pre-union. Um, and I think this is where we get, I think that works perfectly because this is where we get the first thing of like, Mink is like, I mean, we're going to be married. Uh-huh. And Topanga's like, I don't know about that. Yeah. So we're establishing, and it's not just like this funny, haha, it's like seriously in his mind, their but, relationships are, kind of. yeah, they're <laughs> promised to each other. Yeah. Like just, I feel like every church youth group, and I haven't been part of that many or any really, but I feel like everyone has like those two kids that everyone's like, yeah, no, they're going to be together. Those two who are going to end up together. I feel like this is just an, a more dramatic uh-huh. version of that. Just two well-bred kids. Yeah. Are we going to have a, a, a cotillion episode in a later season where Topanga is presented as a lady? Ooh. But she hates it, so uh-huh. she like does something crazy. Um, yeah. we'll I don't get know. There. Wait, I don't know if we'll get there. Who knows how this episode's going to go, if it's going to be well-received. Meaning this podcast episode. Yeah. Like, I'm having a good time. Let us know if you're having a good time. Well, I'm actually kind of hoping the people at home are playing along with us and thinking about how they would do the gritty reboot because i think it's just fun it to doesn't do. feel very gritty well but i it feels edgy it's, it's more real yeah maybe an edgy reboot maybe mm-hmm. more fleshed out yeah because there's still 11 so there's only so much we can do yeah we can't be like all the things we already said we weren't going to do yeah so somebody gets murdered does linda get murdered no linda doesn't get murdered linda's fine maybe, maybe 
Leonard Spinelli gets murdered eventually. Ay, ay, ay. But, you know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I um, love him as a character, but he served his purpose. Now he can serve a greater purpose. Mystery. <laughs> Mystery. Um, okay. And his wife did it for the insurance money. So I think this is a great A plot and B plot. We've got the kids at school's A plot, um, the B plot of Eric, the C plot of Minkus and Topanga. I think the parents are just there. They're happy for mm-hmm. him on his date. They're mad at their son for getting detention. Just normal parent stuff. Yeah. I don't think we need to come up with big plots for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we need to figure out how each episode ends. Mm-hmm. Question in terms of style of the show. Because part of me thinks it'd be fun if Corey is narrating. Ooh. But then how would he be narrating Eric's date and the things that happen with Eric? That's a good question. But I just like the idea of a narrator. It's not common in this type of show. So. The one thing we can't do is make it a diary narration. Yeah. Um, because that actually has been done on a few CW shows. Most notably, The Vampire Diaries. Makes sense. Um, which, the first episode of Vampire Diaries is incredible. It, like, absolutely is. And then it never lives up to the potential of that first episode. Is that episode. what we've done right now? That we crafted the perfect <laughs> episode of Boy Meets World 2.0? Maybe. Maybe. It's only downhill from here. You can stop listening right now if you want. Um, but yeah, so I like the idea of a narration. Like, kind of keeping that lesson thing. Even though we're not writing to a lesson, mm-hmm. I think Corey coming up with a narration, something like, like, when something lets you down, something will come along to pick you back up up again that's all that's Ooh, what i learned i don't, that I don't know if i like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't like that let's not do that let's okay. scrap it no narration yeah maybe the final thing because we've seen like minkus feeling like he and topanga belong together we've seen that kind of played out but then maybe the final is we see like their families getting together for dinner or something Ooh, and yeah. we're seeing like there is more this isn't just like there's more of a connection okay i like that so in my mind kind of fleshing out that idea like Corey. so at some point in the episode Mr. Feeney tells him he gets the incomplete um, and he's like no Mr. Feeney I'm going to be a baseball player he comes up with like his new college plan and everything and he he does it in class this time not in the backyard and Topanga is like Topanga like is happy for him and Minkus is like whatever I don't care and then like it transitions from those two in class mm-hmm. to those two with their families maybe Topanga's not all that happy with Minkus maybe they had some kind of conflict about like maybe they had some kind of conflict during the class pre-union like I like what I thought we agreed that you were going to be my wife in this whole thing she's like Minkus no you agreed uh-huh. I do what I want <laughs> you're not in charge of me yeah so maybe like I, I like I like the idea of like just kind of cutting in to their see how their worlds are yeah. connected yeah I like that and that's that's where the episode ends alright let's move a little it's a snappier quicker here I think we're I think we're getting into we've, a good rhythm we've established the show I think episode 2 we do focus on kind of the continuing decline of the sports we can also put in the father son game in here it makes a lot more sense here uh huh cause it's warmer outside it's not January yeah <laughs> but something along those lines of like we can it's just like sports and maybe it's not like a, we want to get out of it with our dad but maybe they do participate or Corey and his dad participate and he just does terribly and then like tries out for the basketball team does terribly so just like kind of continual disappointments of thinking I'm gonna be the professional baseball player and do all this stuff and then it's just kind of I like that. Stinking. I like that. I think I think the episode opens with the father-son game bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Corey is into it. Eric is not. Um, 
Maybe there's some kids sitting over in the bleachers filming. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was very confused. Um, but I think the father-son game does a good thing to serve. Like, they're like, oh, we're going against the Unicorn Rainbow Bookstore. What's that? And then, like, these corporate guys come out and Topanga's with them. And Corey's like, what? <laughs> like, oh my. Like, Topanga, like, her parents, like, Topanga's rich, basically, uh-huh. is what he learned. Yeah, because he, she's always just been Topanga mm-hmm. to him. Like, they've probably known each other. She's always just been, like, this weird. I feel like girl. her name isn't Topanga, like, her her birth name, but she calls herself Topanga because. Tippy. I feel like, doesn't her dad call her Tippy? Yeah. Later on. So something along those lines, whatever Tippy is short. Tipper Gore? <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah. Something. But she goes by Topanga. Yeah, maybe like, I mean, she's named after Topanga Canyon. Maybe she thought that was a much more unique name. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, maybe her real name is just like. Samantha. I was going to say Taylor because it starts with a T. I guess. But... There's a T in Samantha. Um, I was gonna say Taylor, but whatever. Taylor's fine. Yeah, she's just got she's got out a plain name, and she goes by Tefanga because it's more exotic, it's more unique. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. So we have that whole revelation, but Corey does really badly at the game. Is Eric there, or does Eric skip out on it and feel guilty? Maybe Eric skipped out on it and felt and felt guilty. Yeah, because I think Linda played like he was like, oh man, father son game that'd be so lame. Mm-hmm. But Linda ends up playing, and and she's like, oh, I had a lot of fun like yeah it was great yeah what i don't i don't know why you wouldn't and he now he feels guilty uh-huh. and so that's kind of how we start off with that and then eric's trying to maybe since Corey was there he doesn't have to have the b plot of like trying to make it up to his dad well and i think it's a dumb b plot it is a dumb b plot but maybe eric's trying to do that with yeah. a little more success yeah eric... and actually like learning something yeah rather than like oh we just want to not feel bad yeah we just want to not feel bad yeah but i like that so maybe eric calls leonard and plans an impromptu guy's night with his dad thinking he'd make it up to him um, we get the introduction of leonard who i think like you said has the the actual backstory that he says <laughs> uh-huh. like he had a good family and then he lost it all yeah and his ex-wife poisoned his kids against him and he's paying all of this like alimony and yeah just real sad very edgy <laughs> he's got he's got a bad life um he really was excited because he thought at the father-son game his kids were going to come play oh no but then they, they call oh. him right before the game we're just like we're not coming yeah or, he's just like heartbroken that, yeah maybe it was like he yeah. does get an injury during the game in the original show, so maybe he was just so sad he wasn't paying attention and got like conked in the head with the ball or something. It's a little it. funny, but also he got a concussion. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love it. Yeah, I'm very sad for this universe <laughs> we've created for Leonard Spinelli, <laughs> one of our favorite characters. <laughs> Who we've pretty much decided is going to die. Yeah. But, um, okay. So yeah, we have the father-son game. Um, we do the B team for life as well. Um, he's like, I, I think at the very beginning, he's excited. He's excited to go. He's excited mm-hmm. to be a part of it. Sean's definitely a part of it. Sean is good at yep. basketball. Harris is there as well. Yeah, we'll have Harris. We'll, we'll actually show the tryouts. Uh-huh. Um, we'll actually show the tryouts and we'll know why Corey was put on B team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's clear to us watching that he does not do a great job. Yeah, I think Minkus is only on the team at all because his dad made him. Uh-huh. Um, so he's really excited for his dad to come to games. Oh no, and he's not going to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were just there when I said it. He's not excited to play. He's not excited to be part of the team. He's excited for his dad to be proud of him. But his dad isn't going to come. His dad's a jerk. <laughs> His dad is a jerk. Oh no, Minkus. 
I love this. I don't want the subplot of Minkus's life to be rich people have it hard too. <laughs> I think more the subplot is jerk parents sometimes breed jerk children, but they can get better because they're kids. Okay, I'm, I'm better with that than like, man, rich people have a hard life too. Because it's just like not even the same. No, it's not. But I, I do think, you know, we got to make Minkus sympathetic, not just a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that and Corey like realizes, or he's realizing maybe I'm not good at this. Yeah, and I think Topanga was great at it. At baseball? Yeah. Does Topanga go out for the boys basketball team too? Absolutely she does. <laughs> As a protest. She's just like, you can't tell me what I can't do. No, I love this though. I think Topanga is great at the baseball game. And I think she goes out for the basketball team and makes first string. <laughs> Somehow. I, I actually love this. I think she makes first string. Um, Is there like... She originally makes first string, but then they still sit her on the bench anyway. Yeah, she's there's just, some injustice there. Yeah, she's just like the token girl. Like, I'm already mad. <laughs> the Panga deserves better than this. Okay, so we've got a lot of plots here, but I think they're all pretty small plots. Oh, they're small and they weave together. And yeah. I don't really think we need the Corey goes on the road trip. That like goes on the road and saves the day in the game. Maybe Topanga's the one that saves the day I like in the that. game. Like, because somebody gets fouled out, so Topanga has to go in. And I, she's the hero. Corey doesn't need to be the hero. Corey's learning the larger lesson that he's not good at sports. He doesn't need reinforcement. Or are they the heroes? Corey and Topanga? Well, okay, so here's my thought. Corey, Corey uh, doesn't go to the game um, at first, just like mm-hmm. normal. But his parents are that his parent his family's there waiting for him, and he um, and, and then he gets feeding need to take him just like just like before they go and uh they get two players fouled out so he and Topanga go in Mm -hmm. but he is the like he takes shots and misses but every time he but he's good at getting the ball to Topanga Uh and then sink him so not only is she good she makes him better yes and so it's kind of the start of that like oh yeah is there something there I don't think he sees it for sure yeah because they're also left yeah I like it. Um, okay. And I feel like that's that's the episode. Yeah, I feel like that's the episode. Um, I, I think we do a little wrap-up where uh, with Eric, where you know he tries to get the guy thing going. He feels bad, um, but then he and his father kind of bond over going to support Corey, and mm-hmm. Corey's feeling bad. So they have kind of a, a reconciliation of sorts. And, well, maybe I'm trying to shoehorn Linda in too much. But I was thinking Linda goes to the game with them. She's a cheerleader, but she's older. Yeah. Oh, why would she be there as a cheerleader? Yeah, maybe she was like visiting and maybe they were talking about it at work and she's like, oh, I'd love to go. And Eric's like, oh. Knock it off. And I was like, I'm getting off right now. That'd be interesting. <laughs> to go to watch a sixth grade basketball game in another town. Maybe Linda invited Eric to do something. He's like, I gotta go. I would love to, but I gotta go this. And she's like, oh, that's so much better than what I had to do. Can I come? Oh, she's just so level-headed. We need more Lindas in this world. <laughs> more of this Linda that we've made that we've up. Made up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we didn't make her up. We made this Linda. This this Linda's a much... I mean, I love the other Linda, (laughs) but I love this Linda. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so the next episode. I feel like we have one more episode that is really weirdly timed that we can move up to here. Uh-huh. I feel like it's kid gloves. Like they're now getting their their like extracurricular. Uh huh. They they get to join a club. Yeah, I feel like this is sort of the there's that, but it's also like the dad appreciation episode because there's like five episodes where it's like, ooh, my I need to learn to love my dad, <laughs> and rather than that, we can just put them all in one. Yeah, we can. 
So we can have elements of this, elements of like Father Knows Less. I love it. Uh, elements of the goofy golf grocery store problems. Ooh, is this where the 5% pay cut happens? Maybe I like so. that. I like that. So so yeah, this this is like a Corey and his dad episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's necessary, but it's better to have it early. Yeah. So it's Corey's birthday uh-huh. early on. Um, he gets the gift from his dad. Doesn't care at all. He goes to school. I won that when I defeated um, General Zod as he was invading Earth <laughs> with the Kryptonian soldiers. And you just have no appreciation for that, son. I love the idea that it is... There's this necklace in one episode of Smallville. I'm not going to go into is it. Is it Meteor Rock? No, it's the one where he touches it and he goes back to the 1950s. Anyway. That does come up later in season three. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to bring it up. But, um, yeah, so he gets the present, he goes, and they get their extracurriculars, and he and Sean both pick scuba, of, of because a kid wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And Mink- already established this. Yeah. All the other clubs are stupid. <laughs> Scuba's the one. Minkus wants to do something to, like, build his resume. Maybe he's, like, applying for a magnet school. Mm-hmm. But then Topanga decides to do scuba as well and to be rebellious because you think her parents would want her to do something oh yeah yeah like that as well so it's like i'm doing scuba parents yeah forget you and your corporate sellout lifestyle a hundred percent yes and minkus doesn't like the idea of topanga being with Corey because he's he's starting to notice that they're getting thrown together a lot Mm -hmm. so instead of doing the resume building thing he does scuba as well okay that's my thought of how that whole plot fits in and let's be honest this is the perfect time for our dreamboat anderson cooper mr feeney to walk in as the scuba instructor wearing no shirt I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it's got to happen. To be honest, this is a CW shirt show, so there should be at least one shirtless man per episode. This is our one. Yeah. The other one, I don't know where the other two were. Maybe Eric is the first one getting ready and Alan is the second one getting ready. I don't know. Oh my. <laughs> but yeah. We got to think of our steamy dream boats. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's so true, but it's just funny to think about. Yes, because Eric is 16, so he's played by like a 24-year-old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I, <laughs> I think the 11-year-olds are played by 18-year-olds. I mean... Yeah, it's because they can work longer hours in the studio because they're adults. Yeah, so exactly. That's why they're played by the... But they're really good makeup or something. <laughs> they're in great makeup. The best... We, we have an infinite budget for this. I've just decided we have the best makeup. <laughs> the best makeup. So, yeah, we've got uh, Dreamboat Anderson Cooper... Um, Blah, 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 blah. And I think the scuba fits well with the water war going on. Maybe it gives them the idea to have a water mm-hmm. war. They get in a little splash fight and they're like, we should have a water war. Yeah, we should have a water war. Like, everyone everyone starts talking about what kind of squirt gun they've got. I mean, do we want to do the squirt gun plot line? Because it's kind of lame for modern audiences. Which squirt guns are not nearly as ubiquitous as they were in the 90s. Maybe they drink. just... What? Said take a drink. Oh, you've said Randy as many times as I've said that. I've said Randy twice, now three times. You said ubiquitous, <laughs> a ubiquitous amount of times. It's That's... ubiquitous at this point. How many times you said ubiquitous? I will try to stop saying that word, but they aren't as prevalent as they uh, were definitely not. in the 90s. So maybe they're just having a water war. That's just bad. It's just like, they have this idea to have this water war, and Corey wants money because he wants to buy a squirt gun because he doesn't think anyone else will have a squirt gun. So he does, they do the whole dad thing. Yes? No? Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, 
Um, okay, so we do the... Do they live next door to Feeny? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think we can... doing some stuff for Feeny. Yeah. I don't think we can take that away, right? No. No, we shouldn't. We can't. So, I think this is an episode of kind of building, like, Corey's building, um conflicts with the dad that kind of erupt in the climax you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like he gets the present from his dad doesn't really respond um he does this job for feeney um at at around the same time um but his dad ends up finishing it he doesn't really respond and then his dad gets him up in the middle of the night to watch a no hitter and they have this moment of like man dad you do so much for me Uh but at the same time maybe at the beginning of that Corey's not into it because he's sort of like caring less about sports even by this point and so he's just like doesn't seem to appreciate it but then he's like thinking it's like oh actually like these are all these ways that my dad like really caring about me Ooh, so we can kind of i i like this we can kind of bend that episode a little bit to be more like his dad gets him up for the ba- for the baseball game, he doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe Feeney is like maybe Feeney tells that story about his dad in class, like the one where he wouldn't get him up. And he's like, oh my gosh, yeah. like I've had a good thing. And so then he goes and yeah, he goes and reconciles a bit with his dad. He goes and reconciles. With- I love that. Maybe and- Alan and Amy like have a moment where Alan's like, I'm trying to connect with my kid. Yeah, like why can't I connect with my kid? Like, I'm that. trying to do all these things, and then you still have that moment like you can't just like jerk him around to make yourself feel better for whatever reasons. Like maybe stuff hard at work and so he's trying to like have a nice moment at home just because because they take the five percent they're taking cut. the five percent or whatever and so he's just trying to like but this time they take the five percent pay cut and the kids do not care that they're not going to movie they just they're like oh cool more time with my buds more time with uh-huh. my growing friendship with sean yeah love that and uh we can contrast that with minkus getting home and being like oh i gotta go get ready for scuba club and his dad getting mad at him for being doing something so frivolous mm-hmm. so we can worry about scuba when we go to our estate in the caribbean this summer son yes exactly um he's like how does that help your future how does that help you get into this magnet school you're not going to get into harvard if you just go to john adams high like oh if they're rich they can get him they can grease the right palms do whatever they need to do to get him wherever well but they're not they're trying to prepare minkus to be a titan of industry not so he shouldn't be in he should be in private school um so yeah, uh, I love this. I love this idea. I think this is the third episode. Uh-huh. It's just the dad episode. Uh-huh. Um, it's your dad episode. You gotta have them every once in a while. Maybe to further the Eric and Linda plot, um, to further the Eric and Linda plot, they like kind of have a heart to heart about the pay cut. Mm-hmm. And Eric Eric says something like, oh, well, I mean, you're pretty wealthy, so it probably doesn't matter to you. And that's when we learn, like, even though she's got this high status at school, She's actually, like, this is, job is really important. Like, mm-hmm. her parents don't have a lot of yeah. 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 Just as a... Just kind of filling her out as a person. Yeah. What else happens in the Goofy Golf episode? What episode is that? That is the plays the thing. So, do we want to have an announcement of a Hamlet play in this episode? Uh, maybe an announcement. Yeah. Just because the threads are being laid down. But I feel like that that is part of Corey. Corey's now kind of like shed his identity as the sports person. Yes. Yeah, well, he's and so he's like it. trying to find the thing. Yeah. That he is, um, which I feel like is just a common thread throughout Boy Meets World is Corey trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to crack it all in these 13 episodes. Oh, no, absolutely not. But maybe that's one of the things it's like, I can be the play person. Yeah. And it goes differently. It's not like, I'm not going to wear those tights because I feel like that's very weak yeah. sort of reason. Um, yeah. I, I honestly feel like the play is the thing. We'll, we'll get into it later. We'll get into it Okay, later. so there's the episode. Yeah. We have an announcement that Macbeth, uh, that they're going to put, do a school production of Macbeth 
in the spring. Handling. Oh yeah, handling. you're right. And they're gonna do that. Can't in make the spring, out of here. And um, that they're auditioning roles now. That's mm-hmm. all we get. Yeah, like a normal thing, not just assigning it at the beginning of class, like maniac. Uh-huh. Um, like tryouts and stuff, because that could be a whole episode. Yeah, is all of that Definitely. in the spring, because we're in like October. Well, yeah, but you got to get the whole thing set up so it can be ready. In the I spring. guess that's true. Well, okay. Um, I think now episode four is where we do we put Corey's alternative friends here, or do you See, think that's back half of Corey trying to identify himself, or do we get school academic Corey and then maybe trying to be cool? It backfires and he ends up on the outside a little. I think we might be able to do Corey's alternative friends and killer bee here <laughs> so my thought is the general plot of this episode could be something like cory it starts out with cory maybe sean gets some attention from some girls cory's like man i never get any attention from any girls which he does from topanga but he doesn't think about that mm-hmm. um but he he's like man i don't ever get any attention from any girls um and he's like maybe if i had cool hair like sean's which i feel like is a fairly yeah he's <laughs> got his curly frizzy hair yeah he's like that they set him up uh, they they mess up his hair somehow i don't really know how yeah something goes very wrong yeah and maybe it all falls out maybe ball is a cue ball well, that would have lasting implications it for the rest <laughs> for the rest of he's the like season. lex luthor <laughs> he becomes the villain <laughs> lex luthor son of superman tom welling <laughs> Oh, love it. I still love that parent casting. (laughs) Um, But like, so maybe the conflict isn't so much Corey's weird now, but Corey and Sean, who've been building this friendship, they get into a fight and Sean kind of sort of starts bullying him a little bit. Not not like major bullying that you can't come back from, but he just doesn't want to hang out with him and his friends right now. Uh So So sort of this social group that Corey's been a part of. He's estranged from it. He's estranged from partly because like the group he was a part of was the sporty kid group that he's now kind of moving away from yes so they try to let let's say they try to dye his hair and they dye they just bleach it mm-hmm. like now he's got <sighs> that's a bad look <laughs> they they just bleach his hair and Corey's like you said it was gonna look like this and then it gets in and there's a lot more to the fight there's a lot more like hey well, not the best writers in hollywood worry about that yeah yes but like you're not part of the group anymore Corey. you're not good at sports uh-huh. you're on the like, b team like so sean's kind of having his struggle as well yeah of just like accepting his friend yeah regardless yeah i think so which means we need to do fugitive next episode because i think that brings them back together yeah they don't in, they don't in this episode everything's not tied up nicely no no i i don't think so i think he spends this entire episode with Corey's alternative friends uh-huh. um because he wasn't around, strangely, during parts of that episode in the yeah. original. Yeah, so I think um, he doesn't want to hang out with Sean and the guys, so he goes to sit with Topanga because he knows her, and then everyone else fills in. Um, we can have Keyboard like guy, cape guy, normal girl. Let's 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 actually make them kind of alternative. I'm, I mean, cape guy like punk rock. <laughs> I mean. They, Lord, they listen to, like, Imagine Dragons, that sort of alternative. No, 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 no. No one should be that alternative. <laughs> um, but I do, like... Big Nickelbacks are not. No, 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 no. Why, why do you want to be mean to these children? 
Um, Goat's character. I was thinking, I was thinking, Cape Guy could just be like really into Renaissance or something. Oh yeah, the Ren Fair. <laughs> Maybe there is in school. They're doing like a, or they're hanging out with what is it that anachronism, the Society for Creative Anachronism, which is like the Ren Fair kind of people. Okay, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so like that's what it's considered because they're like, we know this isn't accurate, but it's fun. So it's like a big inaccurate anachronism. Oh. That is um, fun. So I think that's what they're called, the Society for Creative Anarchy. Yeah, so maybe Topanga's hanging out with these guys because they're all really excited for Hamlet. Like, maybe they're all kind of drama-y. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one guy maybe is playing a lute instead of a keyboard. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like Corey's hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know really what happens. No, I just... It's just sort of like a fish-out-of-water kind of episode kind of realizing more about himself. But I think this is the Cory and Topanga episode. Uh-huh. Uh, well, at least one of the t- Cory and Topanga. So they, probably Mr. Feeney assigns them something that they end up being partners on. Yeah. Well, an environmental piece. Uh-huh. We can just keep it the r- original. Yeah. And so they're doing that. Yeah. Um, so that's why he goes to hang out with them. Maybe he goes to Topanga's house to work on the project. I like it. And it's very bougie and she's uh-huh. embarrassed about it. Uh-huh. Um, she's embarrassed about how fancy her house is because because he doesn't, she doesn't want to be thought of that way. Uh-huh. Um, so they can have a, a good talk about like appearances and how they're deceiving. And it's like, why did you dye your hair? And he's like, well, yeah. So that's all there. And he and Sean are on the outs. Um, I don't really know. I feel like Sean is the B plot. Maybe he's spending time with these other boys, but he's just like, doesn't really feel like he fits in with them either. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Maybe like even facing some peer pressure. If the fugitive kind of episode's coming up next, maybe it kind of ends with Sean having to make a choice of like something kind of dangerous or risky. Yeah. Or it is like the cherry bomb or something along those lines. Yeah. I like that. I think, yeah, I think without Corey there, maybe things are going a little out of control. And I think at the end of this episode, just jumping ahead just a little bit, I think at the end of this episode, I feel like we're at the end. Well, is when Sean's dad loses his job. Ooh. But, and then that, it's hidden for a few episodes. Uh-huh. So even Sean doesn't know? Um, maybe, no, I think Sean does know. Okay. I think just no one else knows. Does his dad work for Topanga's parents? Minkus's parents? That's too... Yeah, I, I they're, almost... They're blue collar. They wouldn't be working. Yeah, I think Sean's dad is a tire salesman because... Why not? Of, well, officially... Based on pre-union. Mm-hmm. He's a tire salesman. He's a tire salesman. And he gets and a golden tire gauge. A gold pressure. Yeah, golden tire pressure. Um, so yeah we can really start the decline of Sean um, I think Topanga and Corey have to have their first kiss here mm-hmm. I think they've got to um, is it handcuffed to the locker <sighs> are we doing the Rosemead thing I don't think so no I think there's more interesting things that they could be like protesting or I mean there could be a confederate monument <laughs> that in Philadelphia <laughs> well that's you'd a be point. surprised I guess maybe it's Columbus ooh Columbus or an Andrew Jackson something like that yeah I think I think they're protesting that I think they're protesting that I think I think also in this episode, Corey is trying to, um, because he's with these these friends and he's trying new things, I think this is when he does the geography bee. And uh-huh. maybe he comes to the statue during the protest. He's really down, feels like he failed, and Topanga kisses him. Aww, <laughs> sweet. That's much better than it was. Like, I guess the other, like, wouldn't it be funny if you first kiss was when you felt like you were looking your worst? Yeah. Which is certainly something. But I like that. Yeah. Like, well, and, and kind of the, kind of the, like, well, wouldn't your first kiss be great if it was at a time when you were really like down? A low, like, like a low. So I think Topanga kisses him. Sweet. 
fireworks. I don't... What episode are we moving on to? That was episode four. Okay, so we're in episode so, yeah, five. Yeah, we're on episode five now, which would be our fugitive yeah. kind of episode, which I feel like could be... It's Maybe there's a little bit of, like, Eric and Linda mm-hmm. in the background. Maybe this is... No, it doesn't make sense for really a lot else to be going on. Like, it can be kind of the main thrust of the episode is... Yeah, like Sean's on the run. Like, whatever it was that kind of came to a head in the previous episode, he, like, went through with it and is feeling, like, shamed or targeted. Maybe it's not even, like, instantly he's on the run. Maybe he's feeling a lot of pressure from these other students, maybe even to, like, continue doing it. It comes out what happened. Whatever it is, maybe it's destruction of property or something else. Yeah, I like that. I think Sean... I think Sean's hanging out with the wrong crowd. Um, Yeah, I think Sean's hanging out with the wrong crowd. We start in the same place where we ended with Corey mostly hanging out with the people getting ready for the play and Topanga. Minkus is there to kind of like, I'm not going to let Corey hang out with Topanga alone. Maybe Mm -hmm. he's heard of the kiss and is really mad about it. Mm. Um, But something like that. Um, So we we leave it there, but we're cutting to Sean a lot. Um, He's feeling bad because his dad lost his job. He's being pressured by these kids. And I, I, I... I like that he blows up a mailbox. Yeah. It's a federal offense. It is, but it's also just like small potatoes. And maybe all of his friends, maybe all of his friends run off Uh and he's like, it's like, there's only one person I can really go to and that's Corey. Yeah. And so, yeah, Corey just kind of realizes like, this is my friend. Or maybe even at first, like, I don't know. I don't know if I should rather than in the episode. It's like, absolutely. I'm doing this. Yes. Like I'm all in. Like there is that moment of like, wait, what? (laughs) You did what? Why should I? We're not even that good of friends. Or like you abandoned me. And he's like, you're all I got. You're, like, you're the only person that I know to turn to at this point. Um, and, you know, I think I think this is where Corey starts realizing that maybe he's not good at sports. Maybe he's not good at geography. Maybe he's not the best looking, but he can be a good friend. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, okay. Like, I'll try to do that. Like, I'll try to help you, like, do that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think we just do an extended version of The Fugitive. Maybe the because yeah, pa- the future feels so rushed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the maybe the parents find out another way than just Feeny saw him climb uh-huh. on the window. Yeah, I think they piece the clues together and know what's going on. Yeah. Maybe we see some more of Sean's parents like actually on screen because mm-hmm. we've already got them on screen with Sean's dad losing his job, but like trying to find their kid. There's like more drama kind of intensity in it, but it is just kind of a prolonged episode yeah. of that. And maybe more seeing more repercussions for the actual act of yeah. vandalism versus, versus like just being grounded for a month. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. Definitely. I think, um, this is where we get the hint that I think, I, I think we really dig into Sean's past and like maybe Sean's family comes over like looking for Sean and we learned that this is like Sean's like third or fourth stepmom. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's like run away from home before. Yeah. Maybe he's run away from home before stuff like that. Like the, Cause they've like lived all over the place. There's probably like a lot of trauma. Yeah. It was just like moving parents splitting up, getting back together off and on all sorts of stuff. That is just like, he's been with his dad most of the time. He's been with his dad most of the time. And his dad tends to break up with his stepmoms and get back together with his old mom or, mm-hmm. or his original sort of mom. A, yeah. His but, old mom. Uh, it's very, um, it's very unstable, uh-huh. which reminds me a lot of my childhood, yeah. but, <laughs> um, here we are. This is why we said chances the Sean of our <laughs> podcast. Well, mine is different than what we're describing, but not a lot of different. So yeah, I like that. So this episode is just a fugitive, but I have a, I have a thing. Uh-huh. So about 
two-thirds of the way through this episode, the plot resolves. Uh-huh. Like, um, I think Feeney, Anderson Cooper, teaches them something, teaches them about friendship. Doesn't teach them about their friendship falling apart, because even in the original episode, that's dumb. Uh-huh. So it was a good object lesson. It was. It's not necessary for what the actual story was about. Um, but he teaches them something, and everything's good. Um, but Feeney gets him in a lot of trouble. Like, even though their friendship is is good, like, Feeney gets him in a lot of trouble. And at the end of the episode, Corey wishes is Mr. Feeney ill and he has a pen he, his appendix bursts while he's in class and that like ends that's the, the end of the episode Ooh, and what if before that like Sean for the vandalism is sentenced to community service like he's the one that did it mm-hmm. but maybe we have a scene of him where he's starting like picking up trash or whatever and then you see Corey come and he's just like I don't know how community service works I've never had to do it but maybe Corey comes and like helps him out and he's I, like I'm going to they don't really allow outsiders TV magic chance anything's possible yeah but I like that. I like that. And I think I think this really cements... Or like, even if it's like, maybe it was something at school that got destroyed. And so he is doing something in the school ooh. and Corey comes and helps him out. Yeah. I think that's a powerful image of like, Sean is doing it, but Corey is choosing to do it with him. Wait, did Sean blow up the statue that they were protesting about? Mm. <laughs> maybe they go to Columbus Elementary School and they were wanting to change the name. Uh, I, and... And Sean destroyed the sign. Yeah. Now, Sean didn't destroy... We know as the audience, Sean didn't destroy the sign for any political purpose. He did it because he used either his arm or yeah. the sign. Okay. I like this. So, uh, Sean, one of Sean's sentences... They're both given detention because Corey knew and didn't say anything. And Sean, uh, and Sean did the actual thing. So, they're both in detention. But Sean also has this extra thing that he's got to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why Corey's so mad to wish wish Mr. Feeney ill just like and like you yeah. can get it so then we have medical drama yeah so Feeney's appendix ruptures uh-huh. and I, I don't want Corey to have fever dreams of no that. that's completely unnecessary um, but he can like feel a lot of guilt yeah like in this episode maybe he's feeling a lot of guilt alright um, but I think this episode's pretty simple right Corey's feeling guilty uh-huh. about this episode's sick yes um, I think we're getting towards towards the winter so we can do the the winter episode the Christmas episode Episode uh-huh. now. Um, yeah, because Sean and Corey have kind of reconciled. I feel like there's a nice wrapping from the first episode where Sean gets attention because of Corey and Corey gets attention because of Sean. Yeah. But it's like they're good now. Yeah. They're like friendship is cemented, like it's a thing now. Mm-hmm. It is it is solid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And the first test comes when Sean doesn't want Corey to know about his dad losing his job. His dad losing his job. Um, Which maybe it came out to, like, as his parents were looking for Sean, it yeah. came out to Alan and Amy that he had, like, first, like, I lose my job, and now my son's run off. And so they know this information, but they're not saying it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, but yes, I think this is where that happens. Um, and, you know... I think Corey is like bragging to Sean in detention about his Christmas presents, um, about like, oh, he's going to get all the stuff he wants. And then he learns that. So this is like the Corey guilt episode because he mm-hmm. feels bad about wishing Mr. Feeney ill. And he feels bad about bragging to Sean, about bragging to Sean without knowing. So I, I feel like Corey's got to deal with that guilt um, in both yeah. of these in both of these episodes. And it's really about the three of them. Three of who? Sean, Corey, Corey, Phoenix. Okay, okay. So those three characters. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And maybe seeing like B plot, or maybe like me 
Pincus is trying to woo Topanga some more, but I don't really see that going anywhere, so I don't know why. Maybe they're having like a family Christmas party, and she's like yeah. moving against it, like, no, I don't want to do Well, yeah, she doesn't want to celebrate this. materially. Uh-huh. She, so there's kind of her exercising that agency. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's just like, I don't understand why you keep like pushing away from all of this. Yeah, and he, he's just like, it's Christmas. Like, like he just on. doesn't get it. And she's just like, I mean, what is Christmas? She does, she pulls a very me thing of like, we give it all these different meanings, but they really don't have these meanings. These are just things attributed to them to trick your brain into accepting it. Like, mm-hmm. this is so... Ooh. Um, chances holiday feelings i am not a holiday person as we established back in the christmas episode Mm -hmm. and we'll come back to every time there's a christmas episode i'm sure I think actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, this is a 10 episode series. One, because we've actually already fit most of the episodes in. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and two, because it just makes more sense. But. So I think if that's the case, we can keep going because I think we're on the downward slope. Yeah, I do too. I also think this just came to me. I think Eric asks Linda out for the first time in this episode. Uh-huh. And he asks her to go to the mall shopping with him near christmas to buy some presents and they do and at the end of this episode is when eric and linda come in because someone was horribly racist mm-hmm. to linda who's going to be an asian actress right well sure she'll be black would it be more well let's just keep her asian we don't want to recast uh-huh. we don't want to recast race here but yeah so someone was horribly racist to her so that happens at the like very end of this episode uh-huh. yeah and so we see that but then we have the i mean that's kind of like we're going on our hiatus between yeah. like a few weeks off so that's kind of like the end yeah. where that happens so, so like, we go into the thing with well does Corey's guilt over sean and mr feeney get resolved i think so so we go into it with Corey reconciling with mr feeney and with sean but uh Minkus and Topanga are maybe more on the outs than they've ever been, and Eric and Linda have just had a big setback. And then we cut to one month later when school's getting back in. Uh-huh. So okay. back in January. Um, yeah, so like that's being dealt with maybe in class. Like Mr. Feeney's back, feeling healthy again. He's recovered. Yeah. But maybe they are like talking about prejudice and actual racism, not just prejudice. And well, I, a little more focused than what it was in the show. I feel like Mr. Feeney just has to be teaching them about World War II, right? Like, yeah, yeah they're, they're reading the diary of Anne Frank they're learning about the Holocaust uh-huh. um let's not have a Holocaust denier I at first thought maybe Minkus is a Holocaust denier but I don't like oh, that gosh. I don't like no, that at all we, we don't need to signal boost those sorts of things um so yeah maybe they're they're just learning about world war ii mm-hmm. how do we i'm trying to think of how we fit in teachers bet plot lines into this whole thing yeah because that just like doesn't make sense no i mean maybe maybe Corey's really into learning about prejudice maybe this is the first time they ever thought about it uh-huh maybe yeah but he's just like oh this is something yeah, maybe it's almost a point of conflict. Like, Sean doesn't get why he's so into it. Uh-huh. I think especially because he saw how Linda felt. Yeah. So he's, like, empathized and, like, seen a little, like, not much more firsthand. Because he's still, like, a middle-class white kid. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, not experienced it. But he's like, oh, wait. Yeah. So the thing with Linda happened, and that kind of spurred Corey to be really into studying, like, the Holocaust, which is his assignment. No one's used to Corey, like, doing his work. Uh-huh. What if instead of, um, like, teacher's bet is just, like, they have, like, presentations or something? Yeah. Corey's wanting to do this, but the class has a hard time taking him seriously because he's usually the class clown. 
Yeah. Which is when he's like, he's struggling, but then he kind of turns it around. Yeah. And I think maybe he does his presentation on um, the discrimination that uh, Italian Americans um, were were presented with when he got here, which he directly ties into Sean's past. Mm -hmm. And that's what gets Sean going like, wait, that happened to like my ancestors, like my people, maybe even like, maybe this is ridiculous. I don't know. But he finds like an article about one of Sean's. They were in the mafia. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, I think Topanga's pretty impressed with this presentation. Mm -hmm. She's into it. Oh my. (laughs) She's into it. And (laughs) I think, Minkus uh, is not happy Corey's doing so well. Yeah, he's not a fan. So is there some sabotage coming? Does he start some rumors? Or Is that kind of the episode is sort of... I'm trying to think. What episodes have we not included? We haven't done Grandma Was a Rolling Stone. No, I feel like that's a big one. Um, um, we've done Teacher's Bat. We've done Class Pre-Union. We've done Santa's Little Helper. We have. Father's uh, Son Game. We've done, we haven't done Once in Love with Amy, where the parents are sneaking around. Okay. We gotta um, do Once in Love with Amy. Risky Business, we've also not done. We gotta do Risky Business. Um, she Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. What do we even do for that episode? Because I don't want to do Topanga Has a Crush on Eric. No, I don't either. What else happens in that episode? She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. I mean, it's just kind of the start of Topanga likes, or Corey likes Topanga, but it isn't actually true. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe the one thing we take from Shelves Me, Shelves Me Not is we get the first sign that something being there. Uh, well, of Corey re- returning it. Uh-huh. Corey returning it. Because I just don't know. I don't know what you do with She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. Yeah. We also have not done Model Family. It's a Wonderful Night. We've done The Fugitive. We've done Kid Gloves. We need to do The Plays of the Thing. Yeah. We need to do Boy Meets Girl. Boy Meets Girl is the finale for uh-huh. sure. And I feel like the we've sort of hit, like the feelings are starting to be there. Mm-hmm. Of she loves me, she loves me not. We still need to have like the parents sneaking around. We need to have grandma. We need to have model family. Maybe that's more focused on the Eric side of yeah, him I trying think, to become TikTok famous. Well, I think I think model family is going to be the Eric episode. Uh-huh. So I think and um, it's a wonderful night. Just trying to pull a scam. Yeah. Well, and I think I think we do the Jessica plotline as well. The Carrie Russell Jessica, where maybe Eric cheats on Linda. No, <laughs> not Linda. I mean, not this perfect television angel that we have conceived of. <laughs> like the only I, I hate us for this. The only time Eric in the entire show has a girlfriend, or in the entire first season, where Eric has a girlfriend is linda they say like she's my girlfriend Mm -hmm. and and he blows it he blows it somehow we don't know how (laughs) um maybe you know linda's out of town well we'll get to it that's that that'll be the next so we've finished up with seven six um well have we finished with six no this is seven because we're in the back four Uh seven eight nine and ten so seven was seven dealing with prejudice or was that yes okay uh seven because six is what was going to be our mid-season break Uh uh-huh but yeah, so, so seven six is, is the prejudice episode. Um, seven's the prejudice. So I think Grandma comes to visit in the prejudice episode. No, no, in eight. Oh, in eight. I thought we were done with. It. Okay, we're done. I think Grandma comes to visit. Um, but I think we're not nice to Grandma. Grandma, what if in seven? being laid out like oh mom's in bowling dad's got meeting yeah it's like they're very busy like it's not the whole thing isn't laid out but like the threads are being laid out that they're doing these things that later comes to fruition maybe in the next episode in eight or maybe even in Ooh, nine i like that i've got so here's a thought maybe it's not a good thought i don't know maybe at the very end alan and amy want to on the very end of six alan and amy want to go on a date and every and 
and their grandmother is supposed to come watch the kids, but she doesn't make it. Alan and Amy don't get to go on their date. Um, so when the kids go to bed, they have a talk about like they're gonna they're gonna form this plan that they get to go mm-hmm. out. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, this is about us. It's it's a little selfish. <laughs> But, but understandable. It's an understandable. Relationship's an important thing to work on and preserve. So the grandma gets there at the beginning of se- of episode eight. And, <laughs> and this is the Eric episode um, more than anybody. But it's also got the through line of grandma's irresponsible. Like, She's a Rolling Stone. <laughs> She's shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Maybe she did. <laughs> and the man was Leonard Spinelli. <laughs> oh. Grandma killed Leonard. Grandma Spinelli. killed Lenny. Um, <laughs> no, 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 that can't happen. <laughs> um, but but I think because I think Grandma was a Rolling Stone. The worst part of that episode is like no one addresses how awful this woman is. Uh-huh. She just gets totally yeah. She gets left let off the hook for being terrible. Mm-hmm. So I think like I think Alan's like finally you're here. I thought you were going to get here yesterday. And mm-hmm. like when they let down Corey, Alan's like. You did this to me when I was a kid too. And she's like, "Didn't I make it up to you?" He's like, "Yeah, you did, but that doesn't mean you can just hurt my kid." Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, this whole big thing. Um, and while that's all going on, Eric's having this adventure. Uh-huh. Linda's out of town. Feeny's niece comes niece to visit, there. and he's like, "Oh, she's only here for a few days. Linda will never find out." Uh-huh. Also, maybe it's like this is just like harmless. I'm doing my neighbor a favor. Like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. He's lying to himself. Uh-huh. Like he's he thinks like this girl is gorgeous she's beautiful but like i'm just helping out mr feeney yeah, my former teacher a good thing my my anderson cooper neighbor yeah the washboard abs <laughs> i imagine anderson cooper has those i don't know our feeney is anderson cooper with washboard abs <laughs> yes um but yes so he works out his mind and his body he does Instead of gardening, he's always doing squats. He's got a little backyard gym. (laughs) Uh, I like that. I think that's funny. Um, (laughs) He does the salmon ladder that Arrow's always Uh doing. He's training for American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) Anderson Cooper, American Ninja Warrior. Uh, But anyway, Eric. Eric. um, That's how we get this episode paid for. It's like a sponsorship from from American American Ninja Ninja Warrior. Warrior. Um, Mr. Feeney's niece is coming to town, and he was supposed to like entertain her, but he's got a taping of American Ninja Warrior that he's got to go be on, so he asks Eric to it's, fill just, in. it's canon. We're doing it. It's like, this is his first big comeback since his appendix surgery. <laughs> uh, he, his American Ninja Warrior name is Professor Washboard. <laughs> Ooh, I'm loving this subplot. Uh, it's canon. We're doing it. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, Eric tries to get Jessica, or not try, just tries to impress her. He's not trying to get her. I mean, he is, but he doesn't realize it mm-hmm. by asking He's fooling himself by asking her to be in TikToks with him and Morgan. Like, Morgan's got to be in there. I don't think we've mentioned her <laughs> at one time. This whole well, she doesn't have plot lines. She's just she's just there. She's comic relief. She's the. Paris Geller. Secretly the best part of the whole show. <laughs> Not even and secretly. In the early episodes of season one, she's the best part. In the later ones, kind of phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like he's like, oh, I'm doing, like, I've got quite a following on TikTok. Like, I'm doing this with my sister. You want to, like, do it with us? And that kind of, and they. And then it, but I mean, it's all out there. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, that's how Linda finds out. The fool. Yeah. Idiot. Um, but he's like, what? It was innocent. He's a kid idiot. 
um and they end up kissing at the end of the episode of course and then linda's like so nothing happened and he's like well i did kiss her that's 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 it that's the break like the end of the episode well that's the break for their for their relationship relationship. um eric and at the end at the very end of the episode then eric decides i'm gonna transform myself and just be an idiot (laughs) well we've we've established eric was kind of dumb he's always i mean this shows he's always been dumb yeah you're gonna do something like that and I think at the very end of the episode, um, Eric's really down. His buddy Jason is uh, taking him to the mall. At the mall? Just taking the, him around. The town. outdoor shopping area. Yeah, the outdoor shopping area. Uh, to cheer him up. And that's when a bigger TikToker finds him and is like, Hey, like you're that guy who just had that viral TikTok with the little girl and the and the other beautiful woman, right? And that's when... like Pyramid scheme. I don't know how TikTok works. Well, in all of social media, there's like, Oh, you've got this modest following. Like, I can help you I grow your following. coach you and... Yeah. Um, so what's Corey doing through all this? I guess mm. maybe it's spring break maybe and that's why he's disappointed by his grandma. Yeah, he's got definitely gotta do that. Maybe the grandma Corey's just involved with all the grandma stuff. Uh-huh. Um maybe ooh, maybe the grandma like Could this be where risky business comes in and he and Sean are like playing the ponies? Yes. Like they have an assignment over spring break to like Absolutely. do this stuff and it's like you gotta do your business and they have the bet with Minkus to like yeah. be the most successful. Okay. And they get kind of caught up in this thing. So A-Pod. And the grandma gets them out of it. She finally comes through, but is still a terrible person. Wait, do we want the grandma to come through or do we want the grandma to kind of leave as like you're still not a good person mm, i do like redemptive arcs though well okay let's do it um okay so a plot we've figured it out with eric uh-huh. that's the a plot episode eight yeah so episode eight uh eric has a great date with jessica but in so doing loses linda and then is discovered by a beautiful tiktoker maybe a beautiful kathy ireland type yeah maybe he even like he knows about her on tiktok and has got kind of a crush on her and maybe that's been like sprinkled in mm-hmm. throughout the season and she's like hey wait you're and that's like the end of the episode that's the a plot the b plot is Corey being disappointed by his grandma, but then like kind of getting distracted by this side bet that he's got with Minkus, with Minkus, where he and Sean are against Minkus and Topanga. Which I think the C plot is Topanga does not want to be in business with Minkus. Like I think there's a lot of conflict. Yes, it's not like the me versus them in a battle of wits. Yeah, three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like no, none of that. Well, and Topanga wouldn't be into like betting on stocks and corporate stuff mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, like that's just not Topanga. She probably knows as much as Minkus. Um, like Topanga, like I think Topanga gets mad that Minkus makes the bet. He, mm-hmm. she's like this isn't what we're doing it's a school yeah they like had a, a class assignment and she was partnered with Minkus but yeah. then it turns into this other thing yeah she didn't want to be partnered with Minkus um, I like that so Corey and Sean spend spring break playing the ponies <laughs> Um, like you do maybe we get into a little bit of man sean's dad's side of the family is not good people like i I, in my mind they actually go to uncle whoever whoever's place and it's kind of it's kind of shady Mm -hmm. and Corey's uncomfortable but then they give him a bunch of money and he's fine with it Uh um and and yeah yeah i like that a lot grandma fixes it somehow does grandma fix it i guess i don't know what needs to be fixed yeah. Um, I mean, I still think we do the whole Corey, like Alan and Amy go to bowling and their manager's meeting, but really on a date and leave Corey mm-hmm. with Way over Morgan Morgan for the first time. And he thinks he's lost her. And he thinks he's lost her. And grandma finds her. Maybe he does lose her. Yeah. He and Sean are so, are watching a race. 
on in the internet. She leaves. And she leaves. And then grandma finds her and brings her back. Yeah. Um, but she, to get out of the house, I think she like had to break a window or something. Oh. So she. Morgan. The cherry bomb. Whoa. Hey now. <laughs> so the grandma brings she her back. from watching Sean. But Corey tells, and the grandma's like, oh, and I guess Morgan broke that window. And he's like, no, I broke the window. And he lies. To like, get back in good with her. Um. I like this. I like this. And the episode ends with Eric getting discovered and um, Sean saying, wait, where was your mom? No, bowling. My mom was part of that. My stepmom was part of that league. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. Next episode. Episode nine. So yeah, episode nine. Episode nine, we finish. We basically finish all the plot lines we've got set up now. So we do model family. Mm -hmm. Um, So Eric has his thread of like being scammed. Um, Do we want them to do a a family planning? No, because that's silly. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We're dropping the family planning. um, And we also do... uh, Alan and Amy's like sneaking around. Alan and Amy's sneaking It's figured out. Yeah. Yeah. so Alan and Amy are sneaking around. Uh, well, we think Amy's just sneaking around. Mm-hmm. We don't realize that Alan doesn't know. Yeah. Or does know. And is in on. Yeah. Um, and I think this is where the play starts. Uh-huh. Like that needs to happen. Um, what What is the storyline with the play? Is it just backdrop? Is it just like something going on in the background? I think it's just something going on. Yeah. And Corey's like in it, still trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. Well, maybe Corey was given the lead. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe think. Because he actually cared. Yeah, Corey was given the lead. He's still trying to figure out who he is, so he's not like, oh, play, stupid. He's like, I'll try it because I don't know who I am. Yeah. It, Which makes more sense than the kid who is the least interested in anything. Yeah. It's the most important part. Here's here's my twist on, on that storyline real quick. This is just going on in the background, but it's a good bit of conflict between Minkus and Corey. I think Minkus would have been great in the play. I think like at one point, well, I think he and Topanga are hanging out. And he's like, if you if you would have done the play, you would have gotten to hang out with Topanga too. And Minkus is like, if I would have done the play, and like he does a beautiful reading of Hamlet's part. And, and he feels like his dad wouldn't have wanted him to or something. Well, yeah, yeah. He's like, my dad would, my dad would be so angry if I wasted of time being a play like i can't do stuff like that mm. man rich people got it hard too <laughs> uh no people with crappy dads got it hard <laughs> um so we do we do that whole uh, we that's the kind of the plot line there it's mm-hmm. more about like minkus would actually would have loved to be in the play and he would have been really good at it but he just yeah, couldn't he just couldn't um and then we eric is discovered realizes like it's not worth it yeah um and maybe he like starts a cancel campaign like you know he tweets out and does a tiktok video about what she did to him at the end like hey this uh tiktoker did this and like i'm not sure what i was supposed to get out of it Mm -hmm. um and that's and and i think amy and alan are like like, what are you gonna do to like what are you gonna do to get your money back he doesn't really get his money back but he does like raise awareness yeah Mm -hmm. like points it out to other people so they don't make the same mistake yeah and and I think all, while all this is going on, like a week passes and they figure out the whole Alan and Amy thing. Mm-hmm. And they, they get to have their moment. Yeah. And they come clean. Um, but we lie because it makes us feel good. Yeah. Um, and they come clean that they weren't actually cheating on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they tie it into the fact that Eric cheated on Linda. It's like, maybe you just thought that because you cheated on Because you felt so guilty, you dirty dog. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Those exact words. Is that, that's the end of episode eight? No, that was nine. That was nine? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... So now we're on Boy Meets Girl. Like, that's the main plot line I feel like we need to complete. Yeah. So, I guess in the last episode, Sean needs to have met Hillary. It doesn't matter where. 
Uh-huh. She's just in there somewhere. Yeah, she maybe she's been in the background of a few shots. Maybe they've had a few things. Yeah, there's probably like a moment where they meet or yeah, various things. They have a meet cute, as you would say. She drops her books. He reaches down to help her. Their hands touch. Their eyes mm-hmm. meet. Cute. So the two episodes I I can't think that we've done are um, this one and the one. Oh no, we did do. We did do Father Knows Less a little bit. Uh-huh. In that Alan episode early on. Yeah. We kind of crammed them all together, which is fine. Yes. We really only need one Alan appreciation episode. We should probably add in an Amy appreciation. We need more Amy appreciation, actually. <laughs> Amy is great, and she is not served She's well just by steady the, the whole time. What we've written here is not enough. But yeah. She's just shining and is wonderful the whole time. So is all we've got Boy Meets Girl? Or no, we also need to do It's a Wonderful Night. Yes. So are those those the last two? Uh-huh. Uh, that's kind of fitting. Uh, yeah. It's a Wonderful Night is not a great episode of Boy Meets World, but it is a big episode. Mm-hmm. So Eric turns 16, so it's Eric's 16th birthday. That's kind of a fun end. Yeah. Um. So Eric... Okay, let's do this in terms of A plot, B plot, C plot. Um, okay, is A plot Corey on a date having a date with Topanga? Yes. Um, and I don't think we do... I think we do that Ori really wants to have a date with Topanga. Uh-huh. I think... Not like, oh, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. He's like, no, I like her. Yeah. I think... But he also doesn't know how, and he's nervous. And I think maybe he sees Sean doing it really well. And he's just like, why can't I? Why can't I just do that? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and that maybe he, like, recaps, like, you know, he realized he was attracted to her back in scuba club. Like, they kissed each other by the statue of Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Like you do, right um, before it got blown up or whatever. Yeah, what, however that happened. However we made that work. Like, and he's like, he's like, maybe maybe she likes me too, I don't know. Um. So yeah, I think, like, at the beginning of this episode, Sean back <laughs> asks out Hillary. That was him again. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen in this episode. No, we don't do that. Um, but yeah, so they're 12 now. Um, yeah, so the egg plot is he asks out Topanga. Um, he's really nervous. I think she says she's a vegetarian. He's like, wait, since when? <laughs> I feel like I've seen you eat meat. This doesn't track, but okay. So they um, decide to go to IHOS. Yes, they decide to go to Well, let's give a, a sponsor and do Super Bowl. Is that a thing? No, it's not. Some salad restaurant. Yes. Yeah, There's sure to be one. Some salad restaurant somewhere. Um, he asks her out. Um, does he get nervous? Like, why does he break off the date? I think, yeah, just kind of nerves and like hearing about Sean's date. Oh, short state goes badly. Or does it go well? I think it goes really well. He's like, how am I supposed to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. He's like, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so he breaks off the date. Um, she brings over the boncha tea, which smells like a boncha socks. Mm-hmm. It's got to stay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's then cute. They, they hang out. And it's just like a nice time. Yeah. Maybe maybe Corey and Topanga go on a couple of dates in this I mean, episode. We got 45 minutes to fill. Yeah. And at the same time, like, um, Eric does the driver's test mm-hmm. and fails it. Sean's got his, or Eric has his first date since Linda. Linda. He has his first date since Linda broke up with him. Rightfully so. I mean, he deserves it. I, I'm sad for Linda. <laughs> I guess I'm not, because Eric is scum. Eric, well, you know, Eric's a growing boy who's learning lessons. I am scum! <laughs> scum! Scum! scum. <laughs> I forgot all about that. 
That was good. That was good. It's things we like did that. a scene of him working out there as he's like so sad when he realizes what he did. He is working out. Yeah. Preparing for these dates, but he is like calling himself scum. I like that. But he's calling himself scum because of what he did to Linda. Right. Not because of he's a weakling or something. Yeah. Because he's scum. Um. So yeah, er- Eric's doing that, getting ready for his date, and Sean. I, we don't see anything, but I feel like Sean has porn. I don't think an R-rated movie is going to cut it in the modern thing. Sean is like, I found this under my dad's bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, this has naked women on it. Let's check it out. Oh, my. Guess we're going there. <laughs> I feel like Sean has porn. We don't show any of it. We don't hear any of it. But that's the whole thing is he's like, let's figure out what this is uh, and that makes a lot more sense for your parents to be like really mad about yeah yeah so than some horror movie gore yeah fest yeah absolutely so uh i think Corey goes on a second date with topanga um and it goes really well but sean goes on a second date with hillary and it doesn't it go doesn't very well. well so they decide they're gonna have a boys night and that's what sean brings to it yeah that's is what mr sean... feeney babysitting can we do that <laughs> Is, the, is there a way in which that makes sense? Did it make sense in the original? No. No. <laughs> um, maybe? Yes. Yes. Let's say that Eric was supposed to babysit, um, but Eric makes a deal with Feeney that he'll babysit for him mm-hmm. um, because he got this date. Um, but he doesn't get his driver's license. Because the parents were found out that they were, but they're going on an actual date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're being above board. Yeah, like, this is this is their regular date night after Eric and they Corey. They established that. It's important to have some. Yeah. In so. the busy, fast-paced life. <laughs> In the busy, fast-paced life of a grocery store manager and part-time realtor. Part-time realtor, sometimes. Full-time awesome mom. <laughs> we love Amy Matthews. That wasn't made clear enough during the season. But yeah, so I think they decide to have a boys' night, and ooh, so afterwards when they're found out. Is this the finale? Yeah, this is the finale. Because I we needed to end on some cliffhangers. So I think the cliffhanger is uh, Eric getting in trouble mm-hmm. uh, for his plot line. I think uh, Sean getting in trouble for his plot line. And maybe like maybe Sean's dad saying something or getting divorced again and saying something like, this keeps happening because you keep getting in trouble. Something like that. Oh, sure. Um, and Topanga hears about what Corey and Sean got busted for. And now she doesn't want to go out with Corey anymore. Yeah. Scum. Uh, so she's like, "Oh, we were dating, and like you needed, like, like you did that." Yeah, because if we do this for a second season, they can't be dating. So I think they go on a few dates, but then it ends when she hears about what they were doing. What they were doing. What does Minkus do? How do we write Minkus out of the show? I mean, I feel like he throughout the show we see like his parents being upset that he's not doing these things to apply himself. Mm-hmm. So like he doesn't do the play. Maybe he does something else, and he gets into like this other. So he goes school. to like a magic. So he goes, school. yeah, he goes to like he gets into like a fancy school, or his parents decide you aren't making the right choices. We gave you a chance, but now we're going to send you to some other school yeah i like that maybe topanga gets in too and he makes one final plea like maybe the cliffhanger is topanga's hurt is she gonna go with minkus yeah or, or is she gonna stay yeah or move on to john adams High? throughout throughout the whole season i feel like topanga has said like her parents want her to go to this fancy school but she doesn't want to go like she wants to go to a public school get a public education like everybody else like because 
she doesn't want to get ahead in life because she was rich enough to have opportunities. But now, like, she's hurt. She's just ended things with Corey. And Minkus, like, makes this final plea, like, Topanga, I'm going to this this school. Mm-hmm. Come with me. And, like, you don't want to see Corey every day. Come with me. And that's it. Like, that's, yeah, that's the end. Like, Corey is sad because he doesn't have Topanga anymore. Like, Sean, like, Sean has lost his mom. His dad still doesn't have a job. Like, we're really seeing the declining fortunes. He's being told it's, like, his fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Eric, like, is in trouble. Kind of back-to-back. Kind of big, yeah. big things. Yeah, and it's like, so we ended on a very cliffhanger-y, like, what will, what will happen? Mm-hmm. And that's it. that's it. We did it. That's season one, the CW, ten episodes, made for streaming. Uh-huh. We started with 13, but we knew 10 was just right. Well, and there's just so many, like, what are you going to do with uh oh she loves me she loves me not like Mm -hmm. we can't get a whole episode out of father knows less (laughs) like it's just not gonna happen yeah it's just i hope this was fun for you guys it was very fun for me i enjoyed it i had a good time um Um, tell us things we forgot things you would add to our synopsis things you would do differently uh tell us your casting yes we already know anderson cooper and tom welling and lauren not lauren graham lauren graham is lorelei yeah no i was thinking who played lois in smallville oh erica dunce yeah that's who i was thinking i don't know how to say her last name anyway no i was definitely thinking gilmore graham okay i mean that's fine (laughs) i was thinking more like okay that works too um i also those are those are solid we're not changing those (laughs) yeah but But. if you guys at home uh, and if you never want us to ever do this again say that too say that too i i had fun doing it i don't know how much fun it's going to be to listen to Uh uh we do have boys meet uh listeners yes we received an email from a listener um, up in canada and so this is him he answered a few different questions that we've asked throughout the show So I just wanted to read some of what he said. He said, hey, Cameron and Chance, I love the show. I'm currently watching Boy Meets World, the show, mid-season four as of today. And I just finished episode five of your podcast. I got to say... Our worst episode, by the way. Yeah, so thank you for saying you love it after that mess. After that mess of an episode. Audio terribleness. And us terribleness. We were just not a It was just off. It was an off day. Um, maybe this will be our new worst episode. Maybe. I, don't know. I'm at, I had fun I, with this episode. I, I, had a, I had a good time. More than I did that time. Anyway, I like the two of you and love how you add all this off-topic stuff and get sidetracked all the time because it adds character and comedy to the show. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're probably the only I one. I think the audio is pretty good. Also, thank you. It makes you sound real and adds to your character as podcasters. When I was in grade six, we had this science project about space and I ended up being voted the second most likeliest person in my class to live on Mars. Cool. So so the her answer to is it a her uh, he he sorry about that uh, he, his answer to uh, what you wanted to be when you grew up when you were, were in the yeah was an astronaut grade. who goes to Mars uh-huh, which is pretty cool and for the next year that's all I wanted to be an astronaut and live on Mars because again that'd be pretty cool yeah be tight um, now that I'm older I hope to be a private airplane pilot or more realistically an environmental scientist as of yet I'm only almost Those 17 are cool. and haven't been to a concert so you still got some time maybe not right now I was in college when i went to my so, first concert global pandemic stay home wash your hands social distance but Absolutely. someday there'll be time um if i was to teach a class i would have taught math history because history is amazing it is you're right it is it's very very good i love the comedy you guys bring to the show and your whole let's make a timeline and the rating each show and then have a tournament idea hopefully you liked the tournament because it hasn't come out just yet it yeah, will be so, out when this comes out but yeah. it will not be out by the, when, when we're, we're reading recording. this so enjoying listening and looking forward to hearing some more from you guys keep it up so thank you so much that means a lot just, yeah just really nice and encouraging we love hearing from you guys uh we still can't believe 
that people other than our close friends listen to this. Uh Like people we've never met and probably will never meet. I wonder if our listener in Ireland is still listening. uh, Hopefully. Hopefully. You don't have to drop us a line if you are. We'll just believe you're there. Yeah. And if you're not, that's okay too. We get it. That's okay too. Well, this has been the edgy, dramatic reboot. It ended up being all that edgy. It was a little edgy. There were no drugs. There were no drugs. Grandma was doing drugs. Grandma was That's why she was in the RV. She was a drug runner. Maybe. Ooh. I like that. I like that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Alan That's why she couldn't be depended on because she had to constantly be on the run. Um, well, edgy in the sense that it's very dramatic. There's a lot of relationships being broken. Uh-huh. Character driven. Yeah. Not the development that driven. we build on from lesson up uh, from episode one carries throughout the show. Yeah. It's not just Drop. let's forget everything we've ever learned about these characters to make this plot point happen. Yeah. Um yeah, so we hope you have enjoyed it. We might do this again, we might not, who knows. Um but I've got nothing else. You Cameron? Nope, nothing. Uh so next week we will be returning to regular episodes. So we'll on to season 2. Season 2 episodes 1 and 2? Uh, I think so. Yeah. We'll do episodes 1 and 2. Um there are 23 episodes in season 1, so we will have to do a oneer. Maybe we'll do a few. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I've got a few ideas about which one to do, but we'll, Cameron and I will talk about that off mic. But yeah, episodes one and two next week, possibly with the Bro Meets World guys. We haven't, we haven't figured we'll that see. out yet. You'll know when you see it pop up and it'll say with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I'm Chance. And I'm Cameron. So long, world. So long, world. So long, world.